Blog Talk Radio. Lose the 
heaven What else in hell Can you get an open line to heaven At 11-11 Emerge at the other end Of those meditation portals And elevated walk tools Even some abort tools Any questions, comments or concerns Press one To everyone else Thanks for attending another session I'm pleased to teach but it's an honor to learn Certainly Courtesy of KTL University Oh please don't be frightened I'm terribly sorry about this You are
to uh, the populace with stock options. So the Moonies are coming in with the Royal Network, which is a network of different traders and things. It's a community of stock option traders and people who are refining their skills to create what is known as um, residual income, the income of the now and the future, multiple income streams, residual income, waking up to money, being able to invest money and have it work for you where it actually does flips and things. It multiplies, it spreads, it grows. So these brothers, you know, and I can't speak for anybody else, but I know in my personal situation things would be a lot better if I had more income streams and more, uh, you know, resources and currency flowing in. It could be Bitcoins because people are trying to stick you with the fiat thing. You know what I mean? Look, it could be Bitcoins. It could be carry shells if they trade in carry shells where I'm trading at. It doesn't matter. Just some income, some currency, some flow. It would make things, uh, you know, it would make things a lot better. And speaking of that, look forward to uh, the presentation that's coming up. I'm going to uh, present to the KTL audience what I presented at the uh, Summit of the Moors. Very informative, dealing with uh, a plethora of subjects that I'm heavily into right now, studying, which is network marketing, uh, affiliate marketing, two monsters, when I tell you, two monsters, if utilized correctly, yo, solutions out the gazoo if we use it right. Uh, and I'm going to show the family, you know, in the demonstration. Um, we're going to talk about social entrepreneurship. Many have never even heard of that term. And all of these terms, you could go ahead and look them up tonight. But social entrepreneurship, the fact that they are, you know, creating, they have created multi-million dollar, billion dollar budgets for, you know, movements that almost replicate everything that we're doing. But we don't know about venture capitalists for social uh, projects and things. So we're going to get into that. We're going to get into uh, just the power of this Internet. I mean, we are, I am the red pill. This is no the ledge. It is and blue pills in the building. So we got to talk that matrix. You know what I mean? But we're going to talk it the way that the red and the blue can talk it and break it down because it's definitely uh, in our hands. You know, I'm going to go on. I've gone on record. I'll go on record saying it again that one of the, uh, Technology will be our, one of our saving graces, not the majority, but it will be what cars and things were for Japan. It would be to us what, you know, Benz's were to Germany and things of that nature, fine German engineering, Volkswagen, you know what I'm saying, Rolls Royces and stuff. So when we embrace the technology, being the light beings, and that's what technology is, you know what I'm saying, it is the light realm is the realm of light because that's what that's what's going on. Light coding, fifth dimension stuff, metaphysics, you know, cyberspace. You don't know where it exists. Tell me what what server is cyberspace existing? Like where does it exist? It's all light. So we the light coders, you know what I mean? We created the algorithm as Moors and light coders and metaphysicians, you know what I'm saying? People that wrote algorithms and formulas that are being utilized, the Moore's law. Um, Google that. Did 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 um you know? I'm talking right now, family, but I'm still trying to open up these call lines just for my uh, brothers uh, AA and Blue on the call. I'm going off of my phone right now, so this is uh, is interesting. But um you know, 
the Moore's Law is the is like one of the golden rules of technology. It's one of the golden rules of innovation. It's one of the golden rules of computer science and and you know and things of that nature. It says that everything will advance and duplicate and, and, and replicate and you know become better versions of itself every eighteen months. You know, upgrades like your iPhone. You know what I'm saying? Upgrades like your Mac computer. Upgrades like your Android or your Galaxy. Peep the name. You know what I mean? Like peep the lingo. You know, but, you know, and that takes me into what Brother Blue has demonstrated this week when we speak of upgrades because, yes, technology is a key, but you always have to ask yourself, how are we upgrading as people because we are the most intelligent technology on this planet right now as it stands in plain view, okay, and especially the melanated man and woman, you know what I'm saying, master supercomputers. So I want to give a salute to Blue Pill for one of the realest demonstrations that I've seen, you know, since, you know, this year started and for a while when the brother went on, if you go on his Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Paul Moreland, and um, he's bringing the family in with him as he indulges, engages, and embarks upon his uh, cleansing journey. And his cleansing journey started with him drinking 16 ounces of uh, extra virgin olive oil. I believe Bragg's was the brand. And he straight guzzled it one shot. You understand? And uh, that was the beginning of him deworming himself as he came on the show and talked about in previous episodes. You know, so um, salute to you. Uh, I am with a bottle of extra vinegar oil in front of me right now because that is definitely, I didn't do it with them at the moment, but this is this is time to do it, you know. It's definitely the healers, you know, all, we all need healing. You know what I'm saying? I encourage everybody to embark upon their healing journey. We all have absorbed and internalized so much because when you're dealing with this community, it's, it's a thousand and one things that pop up and, you know, that you deal with and you got to delegate, especially with who, you know, in our position. It's a lot of work. So it's time for the healers to heal. And I want to give salute to the brother for setting it off. You know what I mean? Let me see something real quick. Y'all all right? All right, we're going to make this thing happen right now. Give me two minutes. I'm going to open up the chat room, and I'm going to let our guests in for the night. Yeah, but uh, we're going to talk about this technology thing and I'm um, coming up. I just finished a book as well. Uh, it's, it's basically a book that um, is breaking down. Uh, it's called KTL Empowerment Presents. Here comes the boom. So the whole book is about the technological boom era and all of the different keys that are involved in that. You know what I'm saying? This is This is the upgrade right here. You know what I mean? And the the book has nothing to do with pontificating. There's no ego in the book because it's all hard research. 
You know what I'm saying? It's all hard research. All right. Without any further ado, call it from the 347-273. Peace. Peace, peace. Peace to the family. Peace to the God. Peace to the God. Pardon me for the technical difficulties, man. But it's just, it's definitely, uh, you know, everything happens for its own reason. Yes, indeed. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. So you, you are I, on um, your journey, I'm, assume, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Yes, I'm in transit. You know what I'm saying? I'm on the cha- I'm on the China bus. You know, this joint a little plush. They got the DVD playing. Movie named Prisoners. Very interesting. This is the one that drops you off in Flatbush. Nah, this is this is uh it's the other joint. Okay. They stepping it it's the up. Other huh? joint. Yeah, they they subcontracted. You know, we got a nice uh, melanated driver, good brother. You know, he actually is addressing the occupants of this vessel at Kings and Queens. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to smile at him during the break. Ask him if you know about five being failed. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, you could broker something where he could be showing some lectures on a bus ride. Feel me? That'd be gangster. Yeah. That'd be gangster if they had the metaphysical bus rides from state to state where consciousness is popping, and all you're getting is, con- you know what I mean? You're just getting content as you ride. How about it? How about that? Can you please, though, yes, brother, indeed. I don't even want to yes. waste any more time before we get into yes. our guest tonight. I need you to share with the family this this monumental uh, uh, demonstration that you've done with your uh, your cleansing journey, your detoxation. Okay. You know, I have been speaking at length about um, the need to detox and attack parasites and worms and the mites in our body. And, you know, it really started striking a chord. And the more and more I was doing my research, I was compelled to not only do something about it, but, you know, be vocal about it, speak about it, share it with the audience, and in this particular case, you know, Facebook and, uh, you know, different social networks as well as here yeah. on uh, on Blog Love. Talk. It's a thousand. So more and more people were corresponding to me and asking me questions. And I noticed that the more I was speaking out about it, the more I was, like, getting attacked exactly. by what I, what I perceived to be, you know what I'm saying, um, you know, possible worms and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and I, I just took it upon myself, yeah, to say if, if I'm going to speak on something and advise other people how to go about doing it, I don't want to be the hypocrite to do it from the sideline. Exactly. So I said exactly. I, I will be, you know, the postal, postal child, the postal boy for that. You know what I'm saying? I will walk personally. And because of the advent of social media, you know, I'm actually able to share it at this particular time. You know what I mean? So I um I filmed you know, I filmed myself taking the first step, which was the liver detox. And, you know, I said on Tuesday that I made a commitment 
to wolf. You know what I'm saying? Everything that I'm doing, I'm wolfing. Yeah. And what that translates is to... Hold on one second. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, while we wait for the blue to get back, I will, I will ask the yep. audience, especially those that are on yep. the phone, yeah, do me a favor, and if you're in front of a computer or if you're online, update your Facebook site. Uh, go to your Twitter and tweet. Let the family on Instagram know that you're listening to the show, the wisdom of the Kabbalah God. You know, a lot of people out there, especially the young people that's into this conscious, they they on the wave, they cowabunga, they're catching that wave, but, you know, they're familiar with the Hidden Color teachers and other people that are on YouTube and things like that, so they may never have heard of the Kabbalah God. So this is a treat. Yeah, all that's going to change. Very soon. You know what I'm saying? Very, very yeah, soon. Yeah, so, you know, I, I have I have a protocol. I'm being instructed by people that I believe in. This is not my first time cleansing my liver, but this will be my first time, you know, going all the way in. I did it before, and I kind of let up, you know, once I completed that stage, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going all the way in. This is a three-step process, uh, you know, skin, organs, and blood, detox. Huh? Yeah, let me ask you something. Is it possible to put it on KTL or join the pills? com or KTL Empowerment, the blog to it, because I'm sure that the family won't have a lot of, you know, they would, they want to go through the whole experience. The recipes. Yeah, yeah, I will be updating, you know what I'm saying? And I I was I was attempting, I originally was going to do it via the KTL Empowerment YouTube, but my phone wouldn't send the video from my email, from my phone to my email, it wouldn't send I tried it numerous times, and it wasn't doing that. When I tried to Facebook upload, it did it immediately. So, okay. you know, when I get back up top, we'll configure your hands of the technical aspects of, yeah. you know what I'm saying, what we got to do, and I'll document we'll the journey. Plan. Yeah, we're going to document the journey via Join the Pills, you know. Yeah, because that's, that's, um, that's the LS blog right there, bro. That video was dope. I'm shooting mine tonight, as a matter of fact. Like, you're not alone in this thing. Like, we on a marathon together, bro. Believe me when I tell you. Uh, I understand. Like, My thing is, like, I'll advise you like I've been advising others. It's a pep talk. You know what I'm saying? I was able to externalize, like, a um, a drill sergeant outside of myself. And I've been watching the brother E.T. Thomas, the hip-hop preacher. Yeah. So I have uh, uh, an advocate, you know what I'm saying? I got a big homie, you know what I mean, that ain't taking no for an answer. And in order to get to the promised land, you got to be cheated up. So he's like, you know, that'll be about that life. That life, yeah. That'll be be about that life. So with that being said, you know, I'm using a lot of mental visualization to get me through, you know, that process of, of 
doing it in one go, but everybody don't have to do it in one go. You know what I'm saying? And you could do it within a 30-minute span. But I just want to get it over with because, yeah, I know where I want to go, and I know the level of sacrifice that I wanted to take to get there. So, you know, I'm just pushing through it. I'm in phase two of the detox. You know, I'm going to share details with the people, like I said, via the blog. It's no need for people to be contacting me trying to get all the steps. Take the liberal step first. And then we'll talk about yeah. that too. You know exactly. what I mean? But I'll lay it out. I'm going to make it plain. And we're going to do a show on it. I'm going to bring the person that was responsible for, um, you know, for inspiring me. And she's going to lay her whole case out. You know what I'm saying? Because she had all the information right. that's necessary and needed. To speak now, you to on it with that one thing. Look, let me drop something on you. Then we're going to go into the show tonight, right? Let's talk about yeah. it. I call the worm, that's the great whisperer, that's Iblis. Remember, they say Satan crawls upon him belly. You feel me? Yeah, and the abdominals are man. Yeah, absolutely. And the abdominals are man. So that's the great yeah, the whisperer. Demons that's the demons are the parasites. Those are the parrot. That's, that's who whispers into the into your ear and seduces. That, that's that's, that's who your fight is against. Basically, hey, we the fight is against. Yes, the ultimate <laughs> fight. The only fight. Shout out to uh, Noble Juali. He made it plain in the first chapter. It, it starts off by telling you the only wars between the high and the lower self. There is nothing else. Everything yes. is from within. And I realize like, everything, like, and, don't and, even cry me a river. Yeah. I, I know that this, this whole story is, you know, got to detox. You know what I'm saying? And it's you incumbent upon Scorpios, you know, to lead the world. To a dark place. Transformation. You know, we in Cali, yeah. Utah. Yeah. Because we get on the cross. We, 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 we climb right on the cross and just burn up for you. But we ride Pluto, Uranus, Saturn, and Scorpio aspect is about transformation. It's about, you know, making changes that are necessary to, to propel this planet forward. That next configuration comes around, or that next conjunction, should I say, you know what I'm saying? People, as we know it, may not be here. And I know a lot of people don't like to hear that because they think everything is okay story. But, you know, you got to be willing to fight for this like everything else in life. You niggas think that just because you got some fucking melanin in your skin, you guarantee a free ride? Nah, it's, yeah. it's not the way it is. You got to put put up a shut up. You've been writing, reading on them idols all, all this time, right? She's been preparing you for it. Now it's time to put up a shut up. Exactly. You know, Look, we here. We in the building. And with that being said, yeah, Law 44 coming too, man. And I can't even begin to tell you all the material I got to lay out for this Super Bowl. It's just crazy. It's <laughs> the one right here, baby. Stupid, stupid. BYOB bring it on bong. You dig? Like, these are two. Denver, Colorado. It's not ironic that Denver, Colorado, and, okay, and Seattle, Washington, have legalized It's all about day. investments, baby. It's about fake business. Fake business. Big business. You know, dig. You understand me? This is a commercial. You know, BYOB, bring your own bong. But, look, we're going to do it how it's supposed to be done. That time has arrived. You know what I mean? It is time to bring the Kabbalah onto uh, the platform, into the building, and let him do what he do. You feel me? 
right, so we're going to go ahead and get into the description. Yeah, read that description. Yeah. Broken glass everywhere. When the word heard, when the world heard those prophetic words from Melly Mel, most were being introduced to a reality that had been skillfully hidden from them to the advent of hip-hop as a medium and a video as a vehicle give the world a peep into the inner-city feelings of the rotten actors. In a short amount of time, a universal roll call will be answered by MCs from various parts of the country who gave us a front-row view on what was taking place in their hood. Before long, we found out the world was a ghetto. Not only was broken glass everywhere, but broken homes and by proxy, broken people littered the landscape everywhere you looked. How does one develop a vision of the future if the lens they're looking through is blemished, broken, shattered? <laughs> the game is in a late innings, too late to cry. Only thing we could do is pick up the pieces, beloved. Join the Kabbalah guy, A.A. Rashid, as he brings a unique perspective and a genuine approach to the airwaves tonight. Live and direct from Oakland, the birthplace of black power. Listen to a frontline assessment of what can be done to put the pieces back together and restore these shattered vessels. Classes in session. Okay? No question. Without any further ado, I want to bring forward the Kabbalah God, A.A. Rashid, caller from the 213-273. Peace to the God. Peace, Lord. Shout out to East Oakland. Shout out to Doug. Shout out to the Doug. You don't know what I'm talking about. No, no doubt, man. bruh. Welcome back to the platform. Welcome back to the program. Shout out to the Bay. Yeah, welcome home. Shout out to the Bay. Mac Dre. Top to bottom. Yeah. Yes. more Shout slim. out to Mac Dre in the home. Yes, sir. Yo, it just feel different, though. Son, this don't even really feel like yo, yo low-key. This feel the like minute you really get there. So the minute like you get there, B, it feel like the Bronx. Yeah, it feel like Newark, Philly, Chattanooga. Like, Oakland is totally different, B. And, yo, I'm telling like you, wherever this waterways at, is wherever, well, I'm telling you, wherever this waterways is at, that's where the Messiahs is at. That's where them damn, uh, that tradition that we had is in life. It's like Jesus. Huh? Yeah, Shaking like Yeah. Oh, gee. But I'm with a um, legend. I'm being hosted by uh, um, an official, official legend, the homie. Uh, get the bombs ready for, for Brother Stanley <laughs> Young. For Brother Stanley Young. He is a legend. And he's a what? A Scorpio. Hello. So, you Hello. know how we, we run this Oh, shout shit. out to the legends. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Hell yeah, hell yeah. So we in the um, we in the building, we in the brothers, uh, beautiful office and home. So we um, we about to salute turn it to up. God. Right. Yes, indeed. We want to say salute to the God. Uh, you know what I mean? A. A. Rashid, definitely for hosting the God, and you know laying out that red carpet. You know what I'm saying? That's family right there, and I'm sure you're gonna give him the keys to the town. 
Oh yeah, he hear you. Yeah, we finna we we finna go crack something right after this. Yeah. Yes, take yeah. take him to the gutter. <laughs> you already know. Hey, hey what's well, up? Now goof. The gully to the gully. So listen, yeah. um, shout out. Hold on, hold on. Shout out to my homie AJ out there too, man. That's the family. You already AJ has with Casey. That they the legend. They was coming on getting twelve it. They official. That's the yes, homie. Yes, indeed. I'm gonna see him and my man Oflo for sure. That's my um. That's one of my big homies' son or whatever. Yeah, so family he, out he, there, he, man. Yeah, it's official. It's official for real. And um, yo, man, shout out to KTL, man. Y'all are mavericks in this, man. Y'all brothers are doing some miraculous work, and um, I'm telling you, it's coming to the point where. It's it's a reality. You 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 brothers are really the cornerstone of this whole thing. You you guys make it make sense. So every Tuesday and Friday, y'all put the pieces back together. And the, the point of my 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 um wanting wanting I'm inter, I'm introducing uh, preemptively uh, people who are listening to the uh, the real current of. What I what it is I have to offer, and and I use terms and ideologies to get it where people can actually understand that when we speak of metaphysics and we use the term Kabbalah to describe it, Kabbalah merely is a word that encapsulates a style and method of interpretation that uh, is not religious. It's just expressing the modality of it. So when people play uh, Chief Keith, you could play Chief Keith out loud in front of a bunch of people. You could play Melly Mel out loud in front of a bunch of people. You could play KRS-One out loud, and you ask everybody what what kind of music I just was playing. The people are not going to make distinctions. They're going to say that KRS-One and Chief Keith all are under the banner of hip hop. You heard. But us right. who are classics, classical people, we're gonna we're gonna create a line of demarcation to separate it because we have the knowledge. But if you don't have the knowledge, you will not be able to create a line of demarcation to distinguish from one set or system of ideologies from another. And people will blanketly give you the idea, you and I the idea that certain concepts that did not derive from African thinking that have nothing to do with Pan-Africanism at all because consciousness is an offset of Pan-Africanism. We are walking in the steeds of Marcus Garvey, Malcolm X, who was our black prince of the movement, uh, Prophet Noble Drali, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and the list goes on and on of those classic personages who spoke, despite of resistance, about the upliftment and the greatness of black people. However, when black people get custom and used to new concepts, if not explained, they will blanketly call concepts something that is not. And that is, as of most recent, shout out to Brother uh, Nasi, who uh, who participated in the debate with, uh, with SETI there in New York City. And shout out to him because after he presented and expressed um, quite eloquently, some of the Kabbalistic trends um, that that underlie Judaism, it has exponentially created an interest group, and it has trended as a result of that. So shout out to him for defending it 
defending him. And I think what he did was he freed up a lot of our people who were confused and afraid of those who don't know anything about metaphysics whatsoever who say that Kabbalah is negative or that it's related to Eurocentric people. And, of course, you'll say that if you don't know nothing or what you're talking about. So you have people teaching uh, hermeticism and a lot of ideas and concepts that are relatively new. Some of them are even within the last 50 to 60 years as though it's Kabbalah and it has nothing whatsoever to do with Kabbalah. It's actually innovations and, uh, well, let me give you an example so I don't be beating around the bush. If you ever heard of this concept, people, many people use these concepts, and what happens is people listen to uh, the DVDs, but they don't never listen to the part at the end where Reverend Valentine uh, and Bobby in particular give you a book list. We from the old school, when we were the youngest people in the room, there were no young people in those lectures. It was us in the old time. Not at all. Yeah, so it wasn't no young people. Now it's cool with the young people that they're cool. But the old timers were telling us to read. I still have a book that Bobby gave me in my hand from the author Ida Moses. When upon my entry to the society, Bobby gave me two wonderful books on Kabbalah. Um, one in particular is a hard-to-find book. It's uh, by Idol Moses. If you can find it, they, 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 it costs it, uh, upwards of $300. Comprehensive overview of the system. Now, some people will watch those DVDs and go fancy themselves after maybe a year, six months of watching our teachers dive into subjects and believe or think for one moment that they're experts in some sense. And because the lines are so blurred and there's so much division among black men because a, a large majority of black men have not had father figures raise them, and a lot of people don't tap into their mentors. So what happens is you have a contingent of black men from the ages who are especially the ones who are not street. They don't have respect or honor the camaraderie or the brotherly love that we use to uh, enhance our own skills and, and bring the truth to the people. So there's so many lines of demarcation where guys don't want to ask the experts about stuff, so they hash out this stuff and teach it to the people, and then, you know, we're not sitting up pointing the finger at everybody we know that's full of shit, you heard, that really don't know nothing. Out of the new kids, only one dude really knows something, you heard? So out of the new ones, really one and a half, maybe, you heard? These other guys are just cutting and pasting off the Internet. So when you hear terms that are related to Kabbalah and they're saying that they're related to Kabbalah, it is not Kabbalah at all. And you can't find your Afrocentric nor your Moorish nationality or spiritual identity watching and looking at YouTube and reading books by Europeans such as Gareth Knight. Now, Gareth Knight... He wrote one of the worst Kabbalah books I ever read from cover to cover, but it was a good one because I just want to know how they perceived it. And the whole book was about how they took hermetic concepts from the Golden Dawn and reinvigorated and created all of these concepts that our people are now running around with hashing and selling to melanated people as though it's dark magic. That dark magic and the dark side of magic and all that is all bullshit. 
You heard the dark side. There's no such thing as the dark side of the tree of life. That was created by a European in the last 50 to 60 years whose name is Gareth Knight and his contemporaries and students. There's no such thing as the tunnels of Seth. And the Gosha, the Goetia, which means whale or the yell, is a document that is relatively almost, you want to say uh, it springs from, uh, it's a bunch of documents that are infused with all of these. Uh, it's like going to somebody's house and they don't pay you, they don't give you no food, and they tell you, hey, you can, you can eat everything that's left on the plates. You heard? We, we, we ain't got nothing for you to eat, but you can have the leftovers. And that's what a European occultism is. It is the little shards and little pieces of uh, broken vessels left around for us to put together and act like we got something. Now, Kabbalah is a term that defines the method of creating the three religions that dominate us all. If the, uh, my students in the Red House, we don't argue about religion anymore because we know the techniques, the methods, and the modalities of creating our own religion. We know the components required, and, and those components entail mathematics. You need poetry because you need someone who's a liturgist who has the ability to transform mathematical language into a coherent myth. So if 1 plus 2 equals 3, you should be able to make 1 a man, 2 a woman, and 3 a child in a story. And then you can't make 1 plus 2 equal 4 because that would be mathematically improbable. And then if you tried to superimpose that inside of a myth, it would, it would take the myth out of the context and you wouldn't understand it. So Kabbalah is a style of uh, exhortation and a style of interpretation that is uniquely Kushite. Now, the, when I say the word Kushite, I'm not dabbling I would think that the, uh, with these events where people are speaking about religion, and this is another thing, this is another thing. If you, if you teach Egyptology, you really should stop right now if you don't speak or you have not enrolled yourself into a class dealing with the hieroglyphics or the medunitur. You have no business teaching anybody anything about foreign people and their greatness and all of their magnificence, but you have yet to build a bridge to their language. My students in the Red House, we understand that world history is a, is a, is a measure of what is called diffusionism. We make no isolations in history. We know all people drink from the same well, and that well and that confluence of water all comes from the spiritual waters of my folks. So now, contemporarily in this period, here we have this concept that reaches us from a very old um, con uh, system of conceptualizations that were all enshrouded and encased in an oral tradition. Now, it, it, I tell people the common sense of this is really not that hard. If you can live, if you're blessed enough to live to be 100 years old, and you have an uh, a oral tradition that you received, uh, in your in your tenor of time here on earth, what's the what 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 is the uh, the probability if you live in a culture that you could pass that same tradition on to a child, and that child pass that same tradition on to other children? The perfect example 
they say now that uh, most Def is now doing um, concerts, and he's on his Moorish thing, but I never seen one of y'all write him a letter or send him a text or nothing. The oral traditions for me seeing y'all have conversations around him, now he would testify to say that the twins, the red, blue pill, and uh, when with the hypnotic period and when y'all was going in with them, is the period where he got his identity. So now he's doing concerts and he's playing the Ico song. The my grandma and your grandma sitting by the fire. So now that's a song that has become popular, but that was first made in the oral traditions received by the Dick, the Dixie Cups, who were from the Calliope projects in New Orleans. So their grandmothers and them taught them a living tradition of them being ancestrally connected to Indians and then through popular culture. One day, this is when they tool to warm up for their singing sessions, they would sing Ico. So now their uh, manager, producer, he snuck on a low and recorded their warm-up session, added a bass player to it, and then released their warm-up as a song. But they didn't mean to make Ico as a song. It was how they warmed their voices up, and they would play the instruments themselves with spoons and play it on the top of the piano, like tap it out theyself with drumsticks and whatnot. So oral tradition holds within it the context and the full spectrum of a people's spirituality. Now, if you don't know traditions, you will be teaching me and my people Eurocentric traditions, and we wouldn't even know it. How many times have you all heard that the Kabbalion is the deepest book that you need to read? Everybody say, yo, you read the Kabbalion, you're not deep. You ain't read, you don't know about vibration. You ain't deep. But the same people that will tell you to read the Kabbalion will also tell you that they don't go into the larger Freemasonry because it's evil. Well, you know, what a surprise when you find out that the same people who wrote the Kabbalion is the same people who created um, the Builders of the Adytum, which which is composed of the builders of the Adderton is uh, comprised of Paul Forster Case and Davies, his contemporaries, and they're the ones who introduced the the world to the cube of space as it relates to the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet. They innovated a method for musicians who wanted to learn the mystery system and key their sounds to colors and other modalities, they offered them a system, the most comprehensive for that lane. That is not Kabbalah, however. That is called Hermeticism. It was written by one of Paul Forster Case and uh, one of McGregor Mathers and, and William West Westcott. You heard all occultists, all Caucasian, all white men. Yeah, and they called it, they said that these traditions came from Hermes Trimus So now you have Negroes who fancy themselves intelligent, smart, um, uh, um, um, you know, uh, 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 progressive, and they don't have the lineages of tradition. So now when we speak about traditions, traditions offer us the oral traditions and the spiritual cosmological stories offer us all a method of redeeming and dealing with our personal issues. I don't care how deep or smart you think you are, if you are African-American, 
You are an abused entity, and in particular, if you are an African-American male, um, a shout-out to all African-American children who are living right now because they are the most abused entities in the United States. We don't give them nothing. We don't bequest them with anything, and we think that we're supposed to raise our kids so they could take care of us when we get old. And we're the only people that do that weird stuff. Uh, our Caucasian brothers, and yeah, I said it, our Caucasian brothers, they don't participate in that. They make things, they die hard, they do everything that they can to make a means for their children. They don't care if their kids is retarded. They are going to have something upon uh, becoming adults. You understand? So one of the traditions that helped people to address their psychological maladies is to acknowledge that we are all instruments. Now, you have to get into language to understand when I call you an instrument. If I call you an instrument and you use it in the context of you being a musical apparatus, you all know that we can be instruments in that sense as well. An instrument is also something like a magic wand is an instrument, um, a spoon is an instrument, um, a cup or a, uh, or a jug or a bowl is an instrument. So in language, your um, ancestors didn't use a lot of different words to, to, to represent the very thing that they are talking about. They, uh, uh, the word Kali, when you hear the, the concept of the word Kali, and the word Kali, it comes from the word Kali, and it means call. When you hear the word call and Kali, they all are synonymous with the the instrument of what they, what they call either a um, a vessel something to place something in, or they also use it in the context of a Kali being a weapon as well. So now when we go into the Kabbalistic traditions of what is called, uh, it's called Shabira HaKalim. It's called breaking of the vessels. And the breaking of the vessels is a Kabbalistic concept that comes from a Kabbalistic uh, author who, and I say author loosely because he didn't really leave books. His student was the one who composed the books. And this uh, this personage is a very significant one because he drew and got his concepts from the, uh, the Nile Valley in the more modern period. Okay, so when I say modern, see, a lot of people think that when you say um, time periods, Time periods are always subject to our imagination, especially uh, for people who watch TV. When you say, like, certain dates, you say a word medieval to black people, medieval, all of a sudden we start think, seeing Robin Hood, yeah, and, and he's, he's a swashbuckler, and, he, you know, we, we think... Um, we think white folks is really actually doing things and participating in commerce and in science on a large level, but through history here, we don't see that. These people were people of color, and their banner and the very thing that they used as a national modicum of being able to move in and participate in various commercial uh, uh, parties and, and various uh, things was based off their religion. You understand? So you have a uh, personist named Isaac Loria, He's from the 16th century. So now when we say stuff like this, uh, 16th century, when I say, what is the, when were the Moors expelled from Spain? And I ask 
mowers or as you you folks here on the radio or people who were on uh, who went to school and they were expelled in the 15th century and you ask people well what does that mean when I say the 15th century and a lot of people don't read and they never they don't expose that they don't know nothing so they will never learn uh-huh. anything in that capacity so when you say what's the 15th century when the Moors was it's anything after 1400 so here we go uh, the Moors were expelled expelled and the 15th century, 1492 to be exact, and then here we go almost 40 years later after the explosion, the, another wellspring of Kabbalah emanates from a study of a document called the Mystical uh, Mishnah, or, uh, called the Zohar, which was a hip-hop Judaic book. But this is where all the religions met each other in the same room in this period because this is one of the most significant books for Judaism as well as science. This book was able to transfer many high-end mystical concepts into the mind of the European for them to be able to establish government here. And this was a book composed by your ancestors who, utilizing the books they are available, created an elaborate mythology. The Zohar is also considered the first work of fiction. Before the, it, 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 it's, it's almost, they say Cervantes is the first one who wrote the, the, love, the, 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 uh, the, the love poet, and it all came from the troubadours and this tradition of linguists and playing with words and mixing Castilian with Arabic and then taking Castilian Arabic terms and expressing it through a Jewish, Islamicized African mind is where we are at right now as far as what Kabbalah entails. So a concept that was purported from the Zohar speaks eloquently to the fact that the entire reality that we live in is a broken glass that has light still encased within the shards of the glass. So imagine if you had a, a glass or a, something that can harness your spirit, you see? Say you have something you can harness your actual spirit with, but then it falls on the ground, and then all of the pieces are, are, are shattered, but they all have a piece of spirit enlarged in them. Now, I'm going to take you to another example to show you how these concepts have inserted themselves in popular culture. When you look at the very first, and this is right up there where Superman is just as significant as Jesus and Heru and Osar, especially in the common era, because Superman is a redux myth utilized to enamor, improve, and improve the quality of white male psychology. You understand? And in the beginning of the movie, you see Kael being jettisoned and shot to the planet Earth in a device that looks like a cube, and it's what our our um it, it was like a uh, it's like a star like kind of configuration and it encapsulated him and this is what our um our brothers and sisters would term perhaps a Merkaba ship. He came to this earth on a Merkaba, but while he was in space, he passed by these little broken pieces of glass that had the villains in them housed in them and locked in them until the next movie when they came as the three villains. You remember that? When they came and took over the United States of America? So, yeah, that was my movie. Part two. 
That was my shucks. Right. So what happened was Kyle, uh, 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 Superman's dad, had they had encased these three villains inside of glass, and this was this concept was developed from the Zohar that we are all living within um, vessels that have been broken, and that our deeds in this world, being a real nigger to your brother, loving your brother, doing good things in secret and not doing them just because somebody watching, you heard, is what puts back together the broken pieces and helps people to circumvent all of the negative karmic debts that have been associated and, and uh, uh, um, uh, um, connected to them because of our upbringing here in this world. So you, you, your children could be karmically affected in a sense by your actions if you don't offer them a means psychologically to resolve their issues. So do you know, you know, this is, see, when, you te- when I'm teaching Kabbalah, I want people, and my students understand it, the ones, because my students get an opportunity to call me direct and speak to me directly about the course material and the details about our, you know, about common life. And one of the things I always impart to them is that this, this system is what enamored my mind with the ability to have the ability to get through a a decade-long Fuck it, sojourn in the belly of the beast. So if this could work in that context, and then not only that, but make a, a means for myself post coming home from prison and being home, what, seven years, this is the first time I ever in my life have had this much fun, had this much stress-freeness in my life. I am a sufferer of childhood motherfucking depression. You heard? I know what I know what that shit feels. I know what the fuck it feels like to grow up and one day your pops is there, the next day and then the next day and then for fucking forever your pops will never come back. I know what it feels like to have a parent lose their fucking mind. I know what it feels like to be homeless when you're 14, 15 years old, sleeping on a train, having to go to school to eat. You heard? I ate in high school. You understand? Having to cope with the realities of being a child in an adult world and your fucking parents are just, they, they just lost an interest in one another and they self at the same time and you just stranded. You understand? So I know how it feels when I grow up. I go, I'm running the street. The only place you could go is your homeboy house. And the only reason why you could chill is because his mom's is getting high. You understand? She don't care as long as he home. And, and you know what I mean? So going through all of that shit, being institutionalized, you know, going back and forth to prison and all this shit, I realized that it's because I didn't have a system to format and dissect and place my thought processes as well as the experiences that I have with human beings. So once I got a hold of certain cosmologies, I said, fuck all this history shit. You know, ain't that much history in the world. I'm a history writer and a history maker. It gets to a point where you can know all this history and still be a piece of shit, you know, and we know the proof of that. All these niggas, you got some brilliant niggas that this is great teachers, but their style of exhortation is that they want to introduce the community to their personality, and they don't have a story at the end of the day. None of them have no horrific shit. These niggas was barbers and derelicts. 
You heard? And, and nine to fivers. You heard? These motherfuckers wasn't, they wasn't even 80 fivers. They weren't 10 percenters. They weren't even 5 percenters. They wasn't even fucking registering on, they was like, you know, these niggas is squares. Nobodies. You heard? Nobodies. For, for real. So my thing is this. We in a place right now where we giving people, you know, people, people think consciousness is about some nigga that you don't know beguiling you with words and spinning your ass and then telling you you're going to get some shit that at the end of the story that you don't never get. You heard? And you done invested a bunch of shit in there that, that you think you're going to get returns, but you don't get shit. You heard? That's not what consciousness is about. Consciousness is it's not even about me telling you what to do or how to eat or how to cleanse your cells and all of that shit. That shit you're supposed to have already inherently know. We just walk people through the modalities without making them feel bad. So picking up... I'm making you a healthy example. Right. Well, that's another thing. This is a this is the hero this is the hero's journey. This is a personal everybody's going through their own uh mythos. Right. Right. Playing and your life story. Your life is your so, story. And then we all going through the same mythos, but this is the thing, it's the through line that separates the through line that connects everybody that we going through the same mythos is that this we got the same sun, moon and stars above us. But we don't have the same vessels and the same apparatus to harness those lights or receive them. And many people think, uh, many people, uh, the word Kabbalah means to receive. You are a fool if you cannot receive wisdom. You understand? Those who are not, if you are more and you don't study Kabbalah, if you are more science temple of America more and you don't study Kabbalah, you're a fool. If you're a Hebrew Israelite and you don't study Kabbalah, you're a fool. If you're an Afrocentrist Pan-Africanist and you don't study Kabbalah, you're a fool. You don't know as much as my baby students. Yeah? So the history thing is cute, but it doesn't address people's behavior and make them better people. There's no there's yeah. no purpose of information to address these niggas being bitch-ass niggas. You understand what I'm saying? So this is the thing. People be like, yo, oh, you you disrespectful. You ain't, you, you not a noble one. You not deep. You not that deep because you ratchet. Well, I'll be nice when the rest of the world be nice. But until then... The rest of the world ain't nice, and nothing is nice in the universe. So don't call my way or my method of exaltation, because anybody that know me personally on a personal level know that when I get in front of a crowd of people, I don't introduce them to my personality. I give them the information. If you want to get caught up in the personality, that's some shit you are looking for. You're really not looking for consciousness. You're looking for somebody to tell you what to do. You heard? And this is the thing. You got to pay people. The, the nigga that wants the SM, the lady to come and beat him and tell him and make him and humiliate him, he got to pay for that. You heard? That shit ain't free. So you ain't going to you. I'm not abusing nobody for free, and I ain't teaching nobody nothing for free. You heard? I'm just going to be myself and, 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 and enjoy the space that I'm in right now, bro. Let me tell you something. This is the best place I've ever been. I don't have to waste time trying to impart none of these wisdoms to people who are not able to receive it because if you're not able to receive it, there's no reason for us to have a dialogue because I have nothing to offer you besides this high-end wisdom. You understand? And I'm authenticated. 
I had to remind people. A lot of these people, they got they start on the couch. You heard? They put a camera in these niggas' faces, and then you have the gullible people who sit at home who are seekers nonetheless, and they all think that these guys are deep. You heard? And these guys are not fucking deep because they don't read. And I could tell they don't read in their language construct. Nobody addresses language. When is somebody going to put their personality aside and put the pieces together? Language is connected to memory. Memories are connected to people's behavior. So why are you telling me about history? You're trying to improve people's behavior, and you got this long litany of list of all the shit that black people need to address. You talk about gender confusion, homelessness, all these lists of things. None of this shit that y'all talking addresses none of that. You're telling me that um, i got to follow you and become a part of this shit that you fucking with, and then automatically I'm going to become a better person. People are going to respond to me, to like me. I'm going to love myself more fucking with y'all. Nah, that's not the case. And we're not talking to them people. That is it. Those are the people that really don't want to invest nothing, homie, into their development into their well-being, they want a quick fix on the Facebook or these little blog talk shows. But, nigga, this ain't no 100-yard dash. Nigga, we run marathons around these niggas. And literally, let me tell you something, homie, it's going to be a time in the future where our bread and meat don't come from these circles. And then everybody's going to be sitting up like they always do and say, damn, they was on to something, but I was following these busters and their personality, and I'm sitting here fucked up, don't have nothing to monetize, I ain't make nothing, no new products. Look at, look at what y'all do with consciousness. Look at what y'all do with consciousness. Look at Paul. Back, back in the day, I remember Paul. I remember when niggas was short on bread, niggas go to pour the blue pill and be like, let me get 11000 Can I get nine grand? You heard? Niggas had bread yeah. in the streets. So uh, with street money, you heard? So now you niggas making big sacrifices to teach these niggas, but, you, but, you, but, but, but the frustration comes in that we addressing the wrong group of people, homie. You heard? And I'm not saying that everybody that's good has to be street. No, everybody that's good is wisdom, and people who are actually seeking to receive something significant and beneficial are the ones who are going to actually be a part of what great things we do as far as our music label, our film company, the artists. Shout out to Cindy and shout out to El Son, shout out to Kwame, shout out to Shout out to everybody that's on. I met a little brother last night. Can I tell y'all something? On yeah. the low in L.A., in L.A. for the longest, they had on the low, and my homies wasn't doing this to be seen. On the low, they had the two older brothers that's in public education. They had young people. They called them um, only gods allowed. They were separating them from the gang activity and feeding them and teaching them high-end literature, like, like I'm talking about literature, like Faust, you heard, and, and shit like that, high-end shit. And that's where I got my flow from, from that circle of dudes to even be rapping now, you heard, from a little young baby that the big homies over here was caring about. And these dudes heard about us and knew about us for years. But they in the, they on the low with it, using the information yeah. to improve the quality of, of their life. Shout out to Tommy Bonds. 
um, serious um, and, and savvy, the homies, the little homies. And the style of exhortation taught by their teachers is they don't sit up there and be teaching these niggas false sciences or Googling shit or teaching niggas about their attitude, their behavior, and all these niggas getting in front of these people acting like they tough and they gang members. These niggas is pussy. Stop it. Niggas ain't built like that. So stop trying to make the people think that you know something more because your personality is the only thing you talk about and you think you tough because people who ain't, you know, conscious people don't really try to pick on sissies. That's like picking on sissies and shit. You heard? Picking on the people, telling the people how tough you is. You niggas don't know nobody tough. Don't nobody tough know you anyway. Yeah, don't nobody tough know these niggas from nowhere anyway. You go do the checking, these niggas, these, these niggas to be nah, you never heard of that nigga, son. Fuck out of here. You heard? Yeah. So, uh, next, don't check out. Yeah, they never no. do. You know, these niggas is derelicts. These niggas was bobbers, bombs, and now these niggas is um, their consciousness now is at an all-time low. The shards, they taking broken glasses and stepping on the broken glass. Anytime in 2013 and 14, you have grown people saying they belong to indigenous societies, and the teacher of the indigenous society talk about noble Drowley's penis for a whole weekend, They're making debates and DVDs and shit. Nigga, talk, 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 teach something that you know. I talk about a dead man penis. So what noble Drowley was sending up a young bitch that was 16, 17? Why do you niggas, your great-grandmother and grandmother and grandfather and them, would they was hitched up when they was 15, 16 years old and leaving their mom in them house to start their own world? You know? So this is the, the downfall of the African-American is always going to be some shit where they focus on your penis or what you do with your, 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 your sex life. This is what Malcolm's big mistake was. Talk about Elijah Muhammad's penis. This man is 70 years old. This is the, the leader of the nation. He's supposed to send them young things up to keep the minister alive. Fuck out of here. You know? So I'm, I'm living a living, I, I, I participate in a living tradition. I speak to the less fortunate. We speak to the less fortunate. We're not trying to introduce people to our personality, and we want to improve the style of exhortation. If you go into these presentations and the person that's speaking up there is using this word more than he's teaching you, I, I, these niggas, you get up there, these niggas talk about what they do, I, I, and then I, and I, and this is what I did, and I went here, and then these are my pictures I took when I went there. Shut up, weirdo. You know, teach the people the information and make them feel good about themselves on an individual level. Reach them where they're at on that level and help them improve the quality of their life by improving the quality of their thinking. Give them a modality of being able to express these high-end spiritual concepts and a method that can help them walk through their daily life. You know how I many people are under pressure in our community? Every morning they got to go to work and sit around white folks that hate them and they're trying to be uh, Afrocentric, their work. They're trying to be um, themselves and beautiful and, and, acknowledge, and, and acknowledge their beauty and their contribution to history, but they got to go to work and play stuff. Now, this is the thing where Western occultism plays a role. Now, this is why I'm not going to denounce Western occultism. I don't want people to – I just want people to draw the distinction. Western occultism is for you to control the environment when you're in a commercial – undertaking. 
you cannot go to work with an Eastern philosophy, you heard, because the people will devour you, you heard. They, 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 you'll be the one making all the coffee every day, you heard. Everybody will be coming to work just to abuse you if you came to work on your Eastern philosophy thing. You'll be sitting there um, like Gandhi just taking the abuse, like Martin Luther King, just slap me, just slap me, beat me up, you heard, beat okay. me on up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. But, Western, but, but listen, Western occultism, Western occultism allows you to be a fox and a lion at the same time. Or it allows you to put an iron hand in a velvet glove through the use of English. You understand? To employ English. So when I say words like, man, my God is majestic. When I say my God is the glory, my God is the glory. My God is yeah. the kingdom. You heard? I'm using I'm using Hebrew words that came from the Medu. You heard? But when you when people be saying, um, I'm summoning the angels, you summoning the the Meliki, you doing work. Meliki Meliki means king, it means worker, it means ritual, it means kingdom. Malpa means wife. All of those things are connected. Your wife is your kingdom. You have to do work to maintain her, and if you do the work, you get gifted in the king. You can be a king. You can be a maliki. When you summon the angels, you summon the the the, the, the word angel is malik malik. So you're summoning some, something that's available to you already. So what it requires is a psychological adjustment for us to understand the underpinning the various things that are in line conspiring to tell us who and what they are so we can utilize them. You understand? So when I say pick up the broken pieces, find out one of the things I learned in character development is find out everything that you don't like, right? And then once you realize the things that you don't like and the people that you don't like, you have to create for your psychology an antithesis, something to be the direct opposite of that which you say you don't like. And then once you find that thing, you can no longer hate that which you don't like. You have now created a new avenue and a new decision-making process. Now you have a context to go in a different direction. So Western occultism gives man the ability to transfer ancient, Tunisian, Central African, Eastern, Indus, Kush concepts and place them within a modality where you can operatively use them in the realm of praxis. Praxis, P-R-A-X-I-S, means in, in, in practice, something that you are doing as opposed to just talking about. You understand? So wh- wh- how can you speak about Egyptology and you know no Medu? doesn't make any sense. You can't speak about Egyptology and not know any Hebrew. You can't speak about Egyptology and be a proficient PhD-level master of it unless you speak French and German as well or have access to the language, you see? So it's like a game. It's like, you know, I'm going to keep dressing and looking who I am because I'm addressing the younger people, and that's why I started rapping. But these guys that are not addressing the young people who are just addressing this crowd of older people who are not transforming their minds, their psychologies, their emotions, nor their behavior into anything conducive. And this is the thing. I want to digress here. Stop 
thinking that people stop. Let's stop being naive and thinking that you're going to get some niggas to unify on the Internet or you're going to get some niggas to unify from listening to some shows or coming to some lectures. How could you get people to unify around an argument? That shit is, that shit don't make no sense, you weird bastards. What the fuck are y'all talking about unity? But you niggas always arguing. None of the men call the other men to be like, yo, what's, son, what's good? I'm about to do this. I'm, I'm extending this courtesy for you to do this here like that. You know, none of these niggas do that. You know, none of these niggas do that. And then, and then when people ask me, I made a promise to myself People ask me, yo, what you think about this? I said, don't, don't ask me about what I feel about no nigga. Ask me about the information, because I don't give a fuck about none of them niggas. The truth be told, if it ain't y'all and if it ain't the contemporary elders from that line, because we really, low-key, we the last prophets. If this was Islam, we the last prophets. The rest of these niggas is like fake-ass Khalifas, you know? like fronting and stunting. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, these niggas can't call Rev not right now and, and indulge them. These niggas ain't never gave Rev or Valentine, Bobby, or none of them niggas four digits, no grand, no money. Give that to the people that you love, that have enamored you with, with this. These niggas is into um, their personality. Ain't and red, they, ain't red and blue a dime. Give red and blue a coin. They didn't even give red and blue a thank you phone call. Like, we don't, they, don't, they don't extend that. That's what I'm saying. It's interesting. See, you, you, you're a legend. Like, I was walking by Spotford today. I was going down to, um, I was downtown on J Street. I walked, not Spotford, I walked by uh, Juvenile Court. Mm-hmm. And everything that you said earlier about our trials and tribulations and how far we came, then I ran into Amanda, right? Corinne's sister. Damn. And a, Damn. Yeah, the, the portals were open today. I was running into people from the past. And I ran into Amanda, and she told me how proud this, if anybody could tell you about the growth, if anybody could tell you, if anybody could be that point of reference, you know what I mean? She told me a whole bunch of other stuff, but, you know, and then when I put up that picture the other day on that throwback Thursday when I was up north, and we had the up north picture, and I was like, hold on. We did this, I, I did, we did 10 years straight, VIs, letters, you know, I remember first writing you about Dr. Valentine. I remember first writing you about this new thing called a consciousness, the underground community. I remember coming on the visit floor and me and you sitting down with legends, Bogard. I'm talking about family. They, they talk about the real 50 Cent and King Tut and Homicide. Legends like that sitting at the table just on the VI with they with or they family, and we sitting there talking about saving our people in the name of consciousness, this brother sitting in the in the um, in the box doing ten joints. You know what I mean? Putting together books on Kabbalah. How you gonna study? How you study a Kabbalah behind the wall? You know what I mean? To the point where people just in the real I world tell you never pulled up. Yo, they don't know how it used to be where I had to be friends. One of my uh, one of my homies, uh, a white boy, because the Jews. The Jewish synagogue people from outside, if they hear that a nigga was in the synagogue, and the synagogue ain't nothing but a little room, a little shanty room, whatever. But they if get they hear niggas in the synagogue, they would go crazy. My man, um, Brian, who was really not even a Jew, he was this white and had an interest in Judaism, you heard? And he was fucking um, Irish, you heard? He didn't give a fuck about that shit. He just wanted it for the program and to eat the free, um, the, 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 the extras for the holidays and all that. But having to go through that, 
with him bringing me the magazines from the orthodox and the contemporary Jewish life and then reading and learning about Daniel Matt and reading and learning about the Zohar that I had to, this whole fucking block of time they removed from history from 7-Eleven and 1492 where all the science, math, and all the achievements of Africa had found itself in the printing press and in books, had disseminated and covered itself in the three forms of religion, spread to everywhere else in the world, and now we got cell phones, algorithms, um, satellites, yeah. and all that. Ain't nobody tell me that, and it all came from mysticism? I was mad. You know what I mean? I was mad. Yeah. The age of enlightenment, you know what I mean? All of these things, but... How do you feel knowing that you are now part of the new renaissance, that you find yourself in the midst? You find yourself, and I said this before, this is not ego family. If you know us, we are the most we, we are the most humblest dudes that you're going to meet. Not saying that I'm the only humble dude, but I try to keep it very humble and modest in what we do. But you got to understand what a pioneer is, you know what I mean? And you, then we got to make the distinction of what a settler is. You know what I mean? In um in Boomtown lingo, the pioneers were the ones who paved the way. They paved the path. They cut the trees down. They're the ones who cleared the um the forest, deforested the forest, and built the villages and built the towns and things of that nature. Put up the the, the saloons. You know what I mean? Put up the uh, the hotels and stuff like that. Built it. Built it up. The pioneers, the one who came in and, and and built it in their vision, created something. The architect, when you talk matrix lingo, the key maker. The kingmaker, so the 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 you know, and this is not this is not cockiness, but the pillars, Boaz and Jachem, the twin pillars, red and blue, the Kabbalah God, black God, um, Christ, who, who, which was Chris, you know what I'm saying? The both yeah. and what, you know what I mean? That whole click, hard bottom, Billy, you feel me? We and put we, the work in. I remember. I yeah. remember. I remember homie said that when Christ was with Shabazz and them, they was like, yo, we selling the Valentine tapes, but we want to do something with him. And they was telling VCR tapes, where it used to take Shabazz, used to have to make the tapes in real time. And these the, the elders are pushing out six, seven-hour tapes. So he got to release yeah. three-hour VCR tapes that he got to, all night, sit up and do in real time. So I never the innovator that took us to the DVD and took it to another level. But that was creating the titles in the very market. So imagine this. They back in the day going hard body like this, and and Christ said, yo, homie, don't you say, didn't Blue, didn't you say Blue had Reverend Valentine number? You heard? And when they went to go get Reverend Valentine, this is back in the day when people, yeah. people were valuing the, the teacher like you that. You heard? You was the brother. Yeah, and then 30 days later, I said, yo, did you call homie? He said, no, I ain't calling me. I said, call Paul, man, and, and, and call Reverend Valentine. And then right after that, boom, it, it started. You heard? And then I said, okay, now when they had you, that. This is years ago when they had the event. This before LIU. LIU. Yeah. This wasn't no LIU. It wasn't no LIU. It was the it was the um it was the Joint of Green Avenue in the Delphi. Four Green. Um, it was the Four Green Senior Citizen. 
Exactly. Oh, well, yeah. you know, when we first did our first lecture, me and you, Blue. Exactly. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying the whole office was across the street. Yeah. Up yeah. In there. I remember. Yeah. Right off of that game where Biggie was doing St. James and Green. And then they exactly. were doing Brownstone after that. Yeah, Brownstone that's my Cafe. That's my man, yeah. Guy. We put that all together. Guy's, Guy's Street, Guy Tina. Now, look, it's the ill shit. Nobody, nobody, nobody really knows that, homie, back in the day, it used to be hard for um, the teachers to get the money that they deserve for it until the young people started honoring and valuing that because the, the elders wasn't doing shit to pay them like that, you heard? And let me tell you something. That my nigga, the, um, the, 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 who the fuck turned the National Black Theater into an um, exclusive place? It was us, nigga. Nigga, it cost yep. it, it cost three fifty or four hundred dollars to do them events. After I bought Reverend Valentine from, from and filled up every single seat in there when he told everybody that Barry is, is Malcolm's son, my nigga they, the the uh, homie raised the rent up to eleven hundred. You heard? Right after that. Now, he's saying, Oh shit. Yeah. Now it's sixteen hundred. So come on. Initially have Offer the giving and low key, all these new speakers owe us. Yeah, and these niggas are have the audacity to not tap into the infrastructure of what put them on. I'm gonna fuck with your favorite new speaker, nigga. If they came out after '97, we got something to do with the niggas being in your face. Yeah, and the only person that openly acknowledges it and honors niggas' um, input out of the new people, and I love him, is Umar. I'm riding with Umar to the end. I don't give a fuck. That's my homie. I see the city's trying to get out. You heard? That's the homie, though. You heard? Wow. You, know, you know, he's a, uh, he official Philly nigga. Them other niggas in Philly is hoes. You know, them fake teachers. Them yeah. niggas be going to Philly acting like they from Philly. Them niggas ain't from Philly. You I can't. I can't allow it to go that. Well, I say it, too. You know, he, he lets it be known. We have a story oh, history, no, no, no. and he lays it out. No, but polite demonstrates. Polite done gave a nigga some bread. You heard? He'll facilitate bringing you someplace. He put his money behind it. He gets a pass with me. I don't give a fuck. That's my little homie, and he's from Brooklyn. You heard? That's the homie. You know? But outside Dude. of that, these other niggas, man, these other niggas is playing, boy. You heard? They play, but I don't care no more because I don't want them to recognize me. My new shit is I'm fucking with this new demographic in the same way they tell people that, yo, you a Teddy Pendergrass baby or you a Luther baby. Your parents made you off that. It's the same kids that's being manufactured off this consciousness. So I got a bunch of sisters all throughout the country that say, hey, I breastfed all my kids because of you, AA. You heard? Because I pushed that line. <laughs> I push that line. You understand? So them is my babies. Them is my babies. And when they get old and they get old, they gonna recognize. Look, the homie Stanley Young. Here he go. He got the books that I made. He has the old books that my man Dexter, that had 27 years in the penitentiary. Dexter, I used to pay Dexter the packs of cigarettes to go down the street 
and uh, down to the office and use all the white folks' copy machine shit. And if he get caught with that, they'll send Dexter ass up north. They see all that Masonic shit that this nigga's talking about. You heard they would lock us up and sneak books so out of jail. You heard? Look, sneak the books out the jail so the books can end up at at LIU or at the senior citizen place, and now here it is. I'm in Oakland, and one of those original books that I made in prison, my, my brother right here got it, and they know each other. You heard? Wow. Until, until as of recent. So this thing that we're doing is real. We're putting the pieces back together. So I yeah, love that's, that's my, can I shout out and my students? To... Listen, real quick, I want to shout out my students. Everybody that is in the Red House, I love my students. They believe in this vision. They understand what it is that we are contributing, and they like the fact that I'm openly giving them this info and not my personality. Uh, and you can catch me. Or you can call me and ask me anything about the material. And then it's the other thing. I'm teaching them for a dollar a day. All you got to do is, all you got to do is invest in four months for a dollar a day. And now, if you put if you on 25th Street, downtown Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens, whatever, and try to buy the DVDs, you're going to pay $15 for the DVD. Watch the DVD one or two times. The nigga regurgitating some shit he heard somebody say, and you can't call him and ask him nothing. You heard about it. You heard? With me, you give a DVD presentation every single month. The first month, I gave them 32 minutes. This month, they got 144 minutes on the Tree of Life. The Tree of Life DVD, I brought it out here in Oakland to make it available to the brothers and sisters who might not be in the class, but they could see the level of acumen and where your boy going. And I brought my paperback with me. So I then took the book and put the book, you know, we don't do the books in yeah, the I need um, my sign copy, baby. Oh, yeah, you, as soon as you get back to L.A., you in the building. You know what I mean? You're, you're the book yeah, oh, son, I I never, son, I never sat and read my own books until recently. That last book, that Boaz book is legend. I am smart as fuck, my nigga. You got to read that, son. Yeah? And I got it in ebook form because I got tired of people chasing me down for that mail. You heard? I'd be so busy. <laughs> I said, you know what? This is going to put me out the game. Or if, if, if I ever, if you listening to this show and you ever bought something from me and it took you way too long to get it, email me, Q-A-B-A-L-A-G-O-D at gmail.com. Show me where you order something and you get free stuff from me for the, the inconvenience of having to wait that long and our new system of sending stuff via the email. So I found a way to, and I, to address my market. I'm, I'm extending yeah. that out as well for KTL, Kings County, and the other brands that we represent. And that's KTL Empowerment at Gmail. Okay, KTL Empowerment. If there was anything, the same thing that the brother said, holler at us and you will receive uh, free items and things for your, you know, as well. Because, um, you it's know, the game is going to back. It's cost more uh, to get a, a it costs more to get an old customer back than to find a new one. You heard? Find so, a new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't lose oh. them. 
and I, that's why I was like, yo, if they can't get it, I'm not delivering no shit that like, they can't get. If they can't get yeah. it in the email, and I, I got the technology, I can send you five-hour lectures in the email that you can watch yep. in your career, do whatever you want with it. You know what I mean? Um, and the lesson uh, yeah. is crazy. The lesson you know, is technology and studying this technology, and I wanted to ask you something as well because you know I'm on my, I'm on my, I'm on my tech shit. Like, I'm on my reptile matrix. But what about the Kabbalah to the whole tech, to, to the whole tech sector, to the technology sector? What about that tree of life where you're bringing thought down that tree of life? And so isn't that the whole thing that we're talking When you think about what they're doing in this realm of technology, the startup era, the boom, the, uh, the era of, you know, creating apps. Creating apps is basically creating an idea, taking the idea down the tree of life, coding it, right? So by coding it, you're, you're, you're putting a body, you're, you're, you're putting the word into the app, into the idea. By putting the word into it, you make it hold flesh. On. Hold on. If, flesh, hold on. if I make it flesh, that's when the website or the app is built. It, it grows, it, it, it gains flesh about it. And as you see it, it's coming down that tree. Yes. Then it's yes. the final product. And as a final Yo, product... You, you huh? just described the whole process. You described it. And I'm going to tell you who one of my biggest influences and who, who, my, who my mother told me unequivocally is the oldest in all the conscious community that she remember when they was a kid being a teacher, and that was Hakeem Bay. That night that y'all had him on the show, and he's, a, he's another innovator, and I draw a lot from him, and he's the yeah. same person every time you see him. You know, the brother don't switch up, and he's a good brother. He's a real a legend, you know what I'm saying? a serious legend, and he dropped the show one night where he took Gnosticism and connected it to the tech world, and that was one of y'all most classic shows, and is also one of the reasons why I said, oh, it's time for this Red House. My context came from um, Hakeem Bay, so shout out to him for that. So that technology you're talking about is where the computer came from. The word Jabir from algebra, it means to compel something to occur. It means to move a number, and this is what my students are learning. They move a number from one place to another using addition and subtraction, but not making the numeral lose any of its value by the end of the equation. So it's like turning yourself as the one into also the one or another factor or number by the end of an equation. You understand? So the word algebra comes from the Quran, and it's only used ten times in the Quran, but only one time is it used as is associated to Allah. Now, the other term, muwakabala, means from the heart. So it means to compel something using the heart of something. So the word Kabbalah that they have uh, used to encapsulate what we're talking about is a term that inserted itself into the common era through not just, uh, but, but from a mathematical treatise written by El Kamarawizi, who made the treatise so that you can define what your parents owe you upon inheritances, when people owe you anything, it makes it so a system where you can tell what's going to happen in the future. You're, doing, you're using spiritual math that they call al-jabir, Muwakabala, meaning to compel the center of something to do something. 
So the word center in all uh, ancient language is is kabul, which means the heart of something. Kabul means the center of a thing. So when you look at the word kabul, it gives you three archetypes. The archetypes are the back of the head. The second archetype is beth, which is in. And then the final is el, el, which means discipline. So Kabbalah, Kabbal, or the heart, means the back of the head in discipline. Now, what the hell? The back of the head. Now, when you, when you uh, analyze ancient people, they said that um, Eve came from Adam's rib. In the language, it don't say nothing about no goddamn rib. It said it comes from his, his zealot, his outskirts. You heard from his design, his inherent design. You heard so language underlies the modality, the expression, and the movement of things. So it's saying that the couple, and this is the thing that's in the middle of all the religions. The number thirty-two governs every single religion, and everything that exponentially grows because of light codes. Anything that deals with a light code transmission is governed by the number thirty-two. Hey, wait till my students get this one when I'm, we, we're going to be the only people that know what the 430 years of the quote-unquote Hebrew uh, occupation or bondage in Egypt really means because that, that, that number 430 is really the number 432. I challenge anybody to tell you me. You said 432? 432 is the number. We oh, got that's you my shit right there. <laughs> when me, you, me, you, and your brother did Baltimore, it was about time. And I told people years ago, this was what, three, four years ago, five years ago we was in Baltimore, you know? And you remember when we was in the, in the gymnasium? Remember that day? Yeah. And the lecture of that day was about time delineation and the spirituality of it. And people didn't know or don't know that 432 is the sequence or the, the number that they use to delineate and create time and create religious constructs. To say in, in mystical language, to say that somebody was in bondage for 400 years and 30 years, you would have to say in 430 years, they were in bondage. So to save in 430 years, I told my people that in means death. Death is the number two. 430 becomes the number 432. Now, what does, let's go to Islam. Muhammad's name equals 132. You heard? The word Kabbalah, let's go to Judaism. The word Kabbalah, the root of it, Kabbal, equals uh, Kaf, Kaf, Kaf. 100, Bet, Bet, 2, and Lamed, 3. Kabbal equals the number 132. The word heart equals 132. The Bible begins with the letter B and ends with the letter L, Lamed. The last word is Israel. The first word is Barashith. So 32 runs the gamut of the entire construct. You heard? Putting back the broken pieces is putting back the numbers. And, and this is what I mean, like, and this is why you said that we talking to, quote-unquote, the wrong people. We belong in Harvard doing the hip-hop fellowship because hip-hop equals 432. Okay. You understand me? 
okay. and you flip it around, and Drake equals 234. They said that's the new religion. I okay. told you that a long time ago. Yeah, you did. You understand me? So the 432 means the world as well. That that field okay. of planet, if you have your PDF presentation from that blue pill, you got to put that out. I got it. I was telling AA I ain't put, to put it out to who? Hold on. You got to put, put it, it out to who, gotta, nigga? I'm going to hold it. I ain't putting that's it out. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> to who? Right. Who understands what we talking about? For real. And then I, when you hear the word 400, look, look, 432. When you see, the, if you encapsulate 432 into a word, it, my students know, and you can see it on our new DVD, I give them the Ockbecker table to be able to manufacture words from numbers. So you could throw any random number at our students, and they could create a word that encapsulates the modality and movement of the very thing that it, it is they're trying to have or will force on the world. The secret of, in the Bible where it says, I have taught man the name of all things, you heard? That shit is all talking about motherfucking um, man being able to identify physical things because if he can identify a physical thing, then that means he has dominion over it because he could put a name on it. So for you Moors, you know that the power of your name, you know what your name means or when you sign off or on on to something. You know what it, what it means when your name is the vessel or the embodiment of who you are and that people can take it or misuse it. The same thing spiritually, if I can encapsulate your name into a number, I could put your number into the equation and I could render the number to mean anything I want it to mean. And it'll and it'll superimpose itself on your living reality and you will be living the thing out. But you would never know it because you don't know where your numbers belong. When I say the number four hundred, the letter is supposed to pop up in all my students' minds. They're supposed to go, Oh, that's the letter Tau. So they know that the letter Tau, when they see Tau, when they see the word Tifaret, that's the six sephiroth. You heard my students know to take the two T's off the beginning and the end because if they do that, they're, they're almost uh, moving the fours that surround it. And that's the thing with the Mandela thing. They, these niggas are so dumb. I had the Mandela DVD out there in New York years, you heard, for, for like two years. I had to redux it, you heard, to make it. I, I, in fact, put it online just to give niggas some free dope. Here, you can have it. We go the whole DVD. Yeah, it's on the it's on the Red House page. Yeah, Mandela four six 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 four. So now you gonna tell me that they're not employing some type of mysticism to encapsulate reality? They took this man for his eighteen year prison twenty seven years for eighteen years. His number was four six 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 four. Then they changed it after eighteen years. Yeah. And these are the same people that introduced black people, melanin, to uh, uh, malt liquor, food, bad food, and drugs before they did this to African Americans. Did you know that? That program that they invoked on us here with the malt liquor and the drugs and all that shit in the street, that, that, was, a, that was a South African program first with, with the president at the time, Bota. Bota. Yeah. Right. So, so we grew up with St. Ives. I remember St. Ives when it came out, nigga. That shit was sick like honey. You could drink the St. Ives, and then every single time we drank St. Ives, we start slap boxing, and then somebody get boxed upside their fucking head. 
every single time without without fail. And then they when Ice Cube and them got involved and they started getting more money, I think they changed the formula. Because when you used to drink St. Ice with the lightning bolt on it, my nigga used to get like a um, your, it make your stomach feel like it get the chills. You heard? And that's when the drunk come. You heard? You be like this, oh mm-hmm. shit. You know what I mean? And it's like sticky beer. Like you can't drip it on your shit because it starts sticky. It gets sticky. Yeah. So, you know, people been using symbols to direct the course of people's psychology, but you can't use no symbol if you're, it's not hoisted in nothing that's credible that lives psychologically. And shout out to brother Sharif, the uh, brother Sharif uh, Bay, the brother who just did the yes. uh, the lecture there. Yeah, and he's a back. He's the only person in the longest time that I've seen a lecture at the National Black Theater that I learned something from. You heard? That wasn't like com- yeah, comedy. Yeah. He yeah, bodied that. He super bodied it. And he's the only one I ever heard eloquently as a more describe the mystical significance of the color black without making people feel um, like you're oh. denouncing your, yourself and your mm-hmm. purpose totally. You know? He oh, yeah. the new context for that conversation. Yeah. That needs to yeah, be on he, everyone's page. Yeah. To, to, to release more. Yes, yeah, he, he, he just released a clip. He just released a clip, family, to YouTube. Um, it's Sharif A. Bay. Go look it up. Every single more that listens to this program, and I'm speaking to my Moorish temple. I'm speaking to the Moors that ain't in the temple. I'm speaking to the Moors with the two U's. I'm speaking to every single more that can hear this because I did not have the best year last year. I got some things that I, I would love to say to the Moors, but I won't do it on the line. I won't do it on air like that. But y'all need to take that information that the brother laid out and completely share that like how y'all shared everything. You know, how, share it unlike you shared anything else. You feel me? Share it like that, that segment right there is part of the resurrection or the exhuming of the prophet. Share the, the blog talk show because I, I didn't even see that show get downloaded enough. You know what I mean? We came through and did something that a lot of more, the millions of more out there coincidentally had no intention or no desire to even do in the, in the wake of what, what was being done and what was being said and what was being, um, you, know, you know, what was being uh, uh, the, the accusations that were put against Noble uh, Drew Ali. So that, demonstra- that show that we did, the Exhuming of a Prophet, where it was Tahaka, um, El Bay, it was Sharif, Ana El Bay, and it was Abdullah Mosley Bay. Like, that was a power. Them, them three brothers right there, or a Wesley. Yeah, shout out to Abdullah. Shout out to Abdullah. Going in with the Masonic Moors connection. He is decent. Mm-hmm. My brother, shout out to Nazi as well, the Hebrew Moor. I've been building with the God. We will have him on his program in the very, very near future. That brother is a movement upon itself. You know what I mean? I got to salute him. The Hebrew Israelites out there, the Hebrew Moors that are out there, you know, you brothers have, uh, you know, there's a lot of work to be done, especially with the, with the you know, the, uh, the ideological it's the thing. aspect. It's the thing with Judaism. Let me say this while it's fresh in my mind. A lot of uh, black Hebrew Israelites don't deal with Kabbalah, you heard? And if you say Kabbalah to a, a Hebrew Israelite, 
in the street and passing, um, they'll be like, nigga, you crazy. That's the white man's science. So what happens is how certain spiritual trends came into the diaspora through Judaism, it was all the traditions that come through the rabbinic figures. Because you can't add nothing to Judaism. The only thing that you can add is a conversation. You can't write a new Torah to make a new Torah. So the conversations are had by rabbinic figures, and then their findings in their conversations become the tradition. You understand? So what has to happen with an African-American um, point of reference that, that puts people back online with having a nationality. Like, shout out to the Hebrew Israelites. They look different than niggas that don't have no religion. You heard? They think different. They, you know, they have their own, you know, they don't have the same health maladies that, you know, niggas that don't have a religion have because they have a practice that keys themselves in their physiology to the cosmos. They stop everything they're doing on Saturn Day. They honor the realm of Saturn, which has everything to do, again, with the number 32 as well, because 32 means in Saturn, because Saturn's cycle is a 30-year cycle. In 30 would be what? Again, 32. In means death. In, so they worship Saturn. And when I say worship, Take the negative connotation of worship away from the slave mind that make you think you're a sucker. Yeah? Worship means to honor and respect. You, you, you understand? And not only just honor and respect, but you also are taking something and utilizing it in the realm of praxis. You are actually using it to improve the quality of your life. So when you are able to do that, we have to honor our brothers and sisters who ain't, they're not selling the white man's dope. They ain't out there promoting gender dysfunction. They ain't out there um, promoting no type of uh, um, drug. And, I ain't never seen no Hebrew Israelites selling dope. You know what I'm saying? I love yeah, them. I love them. Sure. We just have to create an environment. Go ahead. I don't mean to cut it. People will run no, past the dope. They'll run past the dope dealers. They'll jump over, you know what I'm saying? The uh, dope fiends, they'll knock down, you know what I mean, the, uh, the the gangbangers and the killers. They'll move over the pimps and the prostitutes and run up on these brothers and act like they are adding some kind of detriment to society or if they are, if they are the main, uh, you know, one of the main sources of the ills of the people. You know what I mean? Right. They approach them in that way like these brothers have presented themselves as a, as a threat to anything dealing with the upliftment of a fallen people, they'll run past all of those others and won't say nothing to them, run around them and try to, and try you. to you know, they try to handle, they try to step on them brothers. But what what do we witness? What was, what was shown when you're dealing, this whole year showed me the power of groups that display a level of discipline that, that people, not only that they, they don't have religion, it goes back to what you're saying before, they don't have a fraternal order to life. They don't have a discipline that shows them how to become initiated. It's about character and, and integrity. The brother Philip Muhammad's uh, debate against Ali Muhammad was also one of the best debates that I saw, that I witnessed uh, in the 2013 calendar year. And what did that brother show? That, and the, the, the reason why the brother was victorious in his endeavor is because he showed a level of discipline and he showed a level of, 
uh, integrity, and, and he questioned the character. He went straight to the character and showed that the nation of Islam is about character building, like you were saying earlier, that if the information doesn't improve one's character, if the information doesn't, uh, you know, square these corners that many of us come into this community with, if it doesn't learn, if it doesn't learn how to lighten up the baggage, you know what I mean, and improve the quality of one's life in a fraternal kind of way, you know what I mean, and, and, and restoring order to chaos, then what are we doing? And that's what the Hebrew Israelites exemplify to the tenth degree, camaraderie. And when they came in that building on that Sunday, when the brother did what he did both times, with polite and with the study debate, they came in and showed you what true force and power is looking and is supposed to look like in discipline. When when the nation of Islam, they have you know, I was ready to get the bow tie after that after that debate. I was so proud of what the nation was bringing, and I was like, yo, that's what I'm missing. I need that. I need that discipline. And, look, and look what had, look what they had to go back to. They had to go back to established, established. See, they did the thing for people that's established uh, uh, institutions. You can't argue with people whose doctrine is there. They live by it. Yeah, I, I stopped this years ago. Trying to as a when I was a Sunni Muslim, nigga. Yeah. You can't nobody argue me down about the how deep Allah is and about how. You know, I mean, I used to be so irrational with my shit. Like, nigga, so what? Islam was the last religion. Allah is the only reality. You know, you said, you know, like weird, like weird, weird. Yeah, I was on in the hill, bro. Yeah, you know, I was in the hill. Yeah, listen, listen, let me tell you something. Listen. And when people used to try to argue me out of my religion, they used to be telling me, yo, I'm this old-timer, uh, Shabbe Crown, King of Law, and this other old-timer that God of Law, and all of them, they used to be like, you bugger, you worshiping that goddamn Arab God, you a, you, you a king, you a king God, you worshiping, you worshiping that that widow. and I used to be like, come on, man, you know you want to be Muslim, whatever, but they couldn't deal with because of my doctrine. So when you deal with religious people there and there's some beautiful Muslim people who are who pray five times a day, who acknowledge all of Islam's beauty and they are abundant because of that. They have a foundation in doing so. So we're not against religion. In fact the conscious community is really an upgrade in the realm of spirit which allows people the technology to understand religions that may have raised them and fix those broken pieces that were there because Islam is the reason why listen, Islam is so beautiful. Stinja. Come on. Stinja, when you go use the bathroom and you use water after you finish using the bathroom to cleanse yourself, what's better than that? You heard? You ain't walk around with that with that with that fubu smelling crazy and in the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Act like you deep, but you you, you, you smell like a derelict from the 14th Street, 1986. You know what I'm saying? Islam, Islam do this too. It makes you be hu- humility. You outside at two o'clock in the morning. It's a woman. You the all. You and the only you and the woman is the only people on the block. Islam makes you slow up and stop walking so fast, trying to be a 
uh, uh, trying to see if you can get a um, a slice of pie at two in the morning from a stranger. Yeah, it makes you subdue your passions, be, become modest in that respect, and honor and and, and reflect on modesty. You know what I'm saying? Modesty, modesty. Yeah. I was speaking about that as I recently, you know, just revisiting my time when when I was in my dean. You know, I was I was a wonderful person, B. I was really a gift to humanity because my modesty was was it was off the charts, man. I, like I really appreciate. You know what I'm saying? The time that I spent um, under that banner. Yeah. You know, it it, it really builds character. Really builds character. And my aunt, I got an aunt that's um, Aunt Sydney. Aunt Sydney, that's Christian. Aunt Sydney don't need yeah. nothing. Aunt Sydney have money. She paid off her whole mortgage. She. Uh, hello? Phone up. Jesus. With Jesus. You heard? Yeah. Yeah. Because Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Because your phone went. Say that again because your phone went. The volume your phone went down. cut out. I said, Aunt Sydney got a brand new Cadillac with the doors. Don't even got handles on them. She just hit the button and go, <laughs> oh, She talked to that shit and she did it with Jesus. After how she got her blessings. Jesus. So consciousness ain't supposed to make you go tell your grandmother, Grandma, Jesus don't exist, because when you tell your grandmother that Jesus don't exist, all the prayers that she made to get your little ass she ass through the streets, exactly. through the trials and tribulations, it was Jesus she was calling on. She wasn't calling on Allah. She wasn't calling on Jehovah or none of your Egyptian gods. She was calling Jesus to help you. You heard? So you explained right. to her Just how her own power... Yeah, you, you explained to her about how her own spirituality is encapsulated in that vehicle and that you are the one that's giving me my blessings, Mommy. You heard? And, 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 and sometimes wisdom, and, and my first lesson to my, my students, right, I didn't do what these other weird niggas did, trying to teach Kabbalah after they get a few conversations with me this weird astrological, fake astrology nigga, and all these other niggas with this nigga in Philly, he, he want to make a Kabbalah DVD. That shit was doo-doo. I watched that shit the other day, finally. I was going to burn it and film me burning it, but I was like, nah, I don't want to get this bitch all that power. You know what I'm saying? Putting that fire on this hoe. So I said, you know what? These niggas are crazy. You heard? These niggas are crazy because I just thought I, I lost my train of thought talking that negativity. But let me get back on this positive note that um, what what it is that we that we intend to do for our family here who are listening is to forge you a streamlined version of the truth that you need to improve the quality of your life as it applies to your level of understanding, and you don't need to make uh, make no illmatic sacrifice or no other crazy stuff just to enjoy the spirituality that you already have inclusive into your into your um oh I made my students study this the rhetoric how Egypt created rhetoric you heard? and one of the one of the, the the participations of this this practice of rhetoric of persuasive language is not talking you heard so we know in the in the presence of ignorance you know 
In the presence of ignorance, what we do when shit get real ignorant, you know what niggas do when niggas be fronting and acting. You know, it's the nigga that talk the most and be acting like he's tough is really not the tough guy. It's the empty thing, the empty vessels. The empty vessels make the most noise. They look, they put empty cans in the back of a car for a wedding so it can make noise. So empty things make a lot of noise. You heard? Wisdom sits back and looks at stuff, and it allows things to find their own faults. You heard? Mm. For real. You have to oh. sit back and allow people to have their own faults, G. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's, it's their journey. You know, it is, uh, it, it's, it's like goes back to the individual hero's journey, you know, and um, it's almost like the Truman Show. You know, once you understand what's going on, that you're just watching different movies. You know, and these people, you know, I've seen many people mature in the community off of the lessons that they've learned from the mistakes that they've made and the mistakes that others have made. You know, so it's, you know, and then I also saw the deterioration of a lot of things, the, the loss of integrity and other other uh, inferior behavior patterns that keep repeating itself. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, but, yeah, going back to that organized religion and the ideas of the fraternal organizations, because truth be told, I was introduced to, you know, I was introduced to the concept of Islam, but I was introduced to the lifestyle of Islam when I actually came to your house. I believe I was in the age of 14. Mm-hmm. You know, 14. And I, I, got, I got kicked out of my father's house. I was, you know what I mean? I was told to leave because I was turned up. You know what I mean? I was becoming, uh, I was going through my rites of passage and the trauma of, you know, growing up in uh, that era and things that I was seeing, you know what I mean? It just basically had me living on the edge at 14. You know what I mean? In the draw, it wasn't like we was being shot at or nothing. You know, it was just the draw of being in that era, the energy that that era possessed. The, uh, the, the, it was the age of, you know, adventure in a way. You know what I'm saying? Being pioneers once again, not knowing, you know, not following any kind of blueprint, but being pioneers in that new era where the hip-hop was leading us. Rakim was talking to us. Uh, Slick Rick was talking to us. Kane was talking to us. Brand Nubians was talking to us. They was giving us the mm-hmm. lessons. And Biggie started talking to us, and Jay was talking to us, and they were telling us, you know, let's be about your opulence. Be about that, you know, embrace the royalty within. You know what I'm saying? Don't settle yeah. for roach-infested apartments. Don't settle for syrup sandwiches. Don't settle for, you know, not having, you know what I'm saying, in this world where people, you know, especially in that era, the dominance of the black man, the, the idea when the God told you, look, the black man is God, and when you walk, Anywhere you saw the existence of God, like you saw it being demonstrated in real time, you know, uh, when, when, when you saw the, you know what I mean, when the OGs was coming out dripping, you know what I mean, Gucci links and all of that, pulling up in chariots, like that was, in, that was waking up old DNA, we, you know what I mean, like, so we've been guarded, we was guarded from day one, so when I came to the crib yeah. and I took my shahada and I lived Islam in your household, and Hafisa was the Ayatollah Khomeini, but she was, <laughs> That's right. she was the 
third, but she was the 33rd on her square. She was the Master Mason, you know what I mean? Because what did she do? She instilled character and discipline and created Red and the Blue and A.A. Rashid. What, what was we going on the weekends in the 80s, barefooted on Atlantic Avenue? We were sitting at the feet of Dr. Sabi, no sandals on, room full of people, but not renting out no place. He had his own loft. You dig what I'm saying? A, a humongous space with outdoor balconies, uh, humongous throw pillows, carpeted. We had the uh, we had a, a kitchen serving food. They had the desk, the receptionist. When you had to sign a paper, your entry paper, the last question on the paper was, "Are you the Are you the police? Yes or no?" Because if you are, even if you're undercover, you have to abide by. You know, there's a law that says you have to identify yourself because no one wanted to be infiltrated because we knew that they was hating on the information. You know what I'm saying? There, there was no, that was consciousness at its highest. And I'm not knocking anybody else who was demonstrating how whatever they were doing. Baby. How could anybody huh? in their right mind follow somebody that talks negatively about Sabi? This is why I be like this community is so many, um, so many oh. people that two ways with everything. You can't speak negatively about Dr. Sabi. Dr. Savy is the about the legend. Yo, it'd be, it be these young niggas trying to be on my page, these young niggas that never been seen, nothing. They'd be like, I need well, some more documents to prove. None of them niggas is on my page. None of them weird niggas is on my page. Ain't none of my friends, and I would never have them on my show ever again. Them niggas can't talk nothing. If you ever if Sabi was Sabi close to me, but he closer to y'all than anything. No, none of the yeah. niggas could never be on the show again. You say anything about Sabi. I wouldn't give a fuck if Sabi said that it's all right to eat raw ducks yesterday or today. <laughs> and, yeah. and and I'm I'm riding with Sabi because he was doing this shit when you little niggas was derelicts. These little niggas wasn't nobody. They was they were they was eighty sixers. You heard? They was eighty sixers. They weren't nobodies. They still ain't nobody. Heard? All these weird niggas talking negatively about our teachers. You heard? We need a contingent of head smashers. You heard? New York, you keep letting this weird bitch-ass nigga do classes and teach in New York, and this nigga disrespecting noble objects. Come on, man. That's why these faggot niggas came to L.A. with it. When the bitch-ass niggas tried to come to L.A., I had some shit lined up for them. And the, and the, uh, the old-timers who know and love your boy A.A. was like, nah, we ain't even bringing them hoes up in here. You heard? So, yeah, you know what we do. And if they would have brought them up there, I swear to God, boy, niggas is ass. All that karate. Niggas don't know no karate. Niggas die the same way. Security and all that, nigga. <laughs> they already proved you. Security don't work, nigga. The bullets go around the security, niggas. You weird bitches. You're talking crazy about the OGs. That's why we need some street contingent with this homie. You heard? We gotta address through the music this contingent of anger and talk to the babies who put the whiz in. That's what I want to control. I want to. I want to get one of the little homies to slap the shit out of one of these niggas. You heard? <laughs> That's what I want to do. You heard? To put their hands on them. You heard? For real. You know, I'm getting too old for that shit. Plus, they're trying to translate. These niggas are tell us. These, these niggas tell. They call the police on their baby moms. They beat their bitches up. 
You heard? But no niggas ever, they ain't never put no work in on no dude. You heard? Never. Come on, son. These niggas teaching these niggas. And y'all running around talking about, oh, this one is a good teacher. He's a good teacher. And y'all, y'all hear this nigga talk about Noble Jolly, talk about Sabi, talk about all these people, talk about Valentine. And these niggas still get an opportunity to get in front of people's cameras? Valentine made the whole paradigm up. Valentine and Bobby and them made up this entire paradigm. So how the fuck these little weird fags are talking? No disrespect to faggots either. I can't even call these niggas faggots. You heard? These niggas are worms. No disrespect to worms. I can't even call these niggas worms. These niggas, I have not yet defined a term. In fact, I will not define a term to encapsulate these bitches in. You heard? You feel me? And how, are, how is the community continuously progressing with these people and these personages still in our face? And they talk negatively about Sabi. Don't ever let me see Ali, none of them niggas that he fuck with, none of them niggas on your show no more, son. They can't talk. How can you come on the show? How can you talk negative about anybody that we fuck with and have a platform on KTL? I don't get it. Interviewers, these niggas with these cameras, putting these niggas on the couch, putting cameras in front of them. What is they selling? The controversy or what? Or the disrespect, you heard? So you got to hit these niggas to make them better people, hit them in their pockets. Because these fags don't know how to get no money outside of selling these people the um, snake oil. These niggas can't get no money in the streets because they don't know street people, you heard? They can't get no bread from nothing except for this, from the snake oil. So why we keep feeding the people that undermine the people that gave us the blueprint? You heard? And anybody that don't deal with us, call us, contact us, open up venues, make it right when they're coming through, they shouldn't be on the show. You heard? We could do shows for, for, for Dolo or create new speakers. You heard? Because all them other dudes, the niggas ain't creating no avenues for us. And then all these dudes is fallout boys. One day this nigga's over here playing with Polite. Then this nigga's over there playing with this nigga. Then this nigga's one, this guy's friend. Then this nigga's a Jew. Now this nigga's a healer. Now this nigga's this. Now this nigga's this nigga's is pussy. You heard? This nigga's pussy. And the science ain't going to make you a better person. I don't give a fuck how many um, atoms of a loyal, all this little stupid-ass shit you niggas talking about, all this science and atoms and cells, and you still a bitch-ass nigga. And you ain't going to do shit to me when you see me. And none of my niggas, you don't register on nobody's list. One of these niggas, these corny-ass niggas, my son's from the East called me. My son that's conscious, but he put that, he put that twiz in. He put that work in. You heard? And he fucked with the body snatches. And how is it that one day one of these niggas, um, the, one of these crazy niggas from the East, their girl watches the YouTubes. Their girl is in the community. She conscious. She trying to introduce this death nigga, this nigga that kills everybody, to the science. She orders some of these niggas fake-ass snake oil, and the nigga don't never send the, the sister the snake oil. So now son is like, yo, you fuck with this nigga? Yo, what's up, son? I said, nah, nigga, I don't fuck with these niggas. These niggas, I don't fuck with them. They ain't my Facebook friend. I don't know their number. I don't call them. Fuck them. Kill that nigga. I don't give a fuck. He said, son, as soon as my son and them see them, they going to go in on this nigga. This nigga's a cold bitch. Watch. And, and he's like, yo, this shit keep embarrassing me. I keep trying to introduce the homies and the official niggas to the science, and then these niggas do this faggot shit? Come on. You heard? You know what I'm I saying? mean, I, 
to, to, to be the to be the voice of reason in that whole situation. My thing is the solutions what we are exploring in terms the of. The solution is I fuck with them niggas. The, the solution is them niggas is holding us back by associating ourselves with them and not distinguishing ourselves of who we are. And they ain't. We don't stand nothing to gain or lose from fucking with them anyway. Them niggas ain't never gave niggas nothing. Niggas ain't never gave niggas. And if the nigga gave you something, and it's a, a, a nigga probably gave you some shit that we could give it back to him right now. So we don't owe these niggas nothing. What? Yeah, we get. I, 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 I don't got nothing niggas. to give back. I don't got to give nothing. I pay for all of them. When I vend, I, somebody said I, I was vending for free on Mondays. Nigga, I, I paid almost every night. I stopped paying when it was only 10 people in class, and I was I, there was no support. You know, I pay everywhere I go. You know what I'm saying? There was sometimes that King Simon let us slide or whatever, you know, but I still pay. Like, everywhere we go, family, we pay the same price that you pay. Everything is still, you know, there's no kickbacks. There's no, you know, nah, it's nigga, red and blue. Y'all, y'all part of the struggle, you know what I'm saying, until until you find your own way because we're not going to help y'all. And that's the sad truth, but it's the passion. Because this is bigger than anything personal, it's the passion. It's, you know, the struggle. The struggle was real for five years on this show, for real. Any anybody that was in our inner circle will let you know. None of this shit is handed to us. Anything that we get, anything that we eat, we got to go out and kill. Hunter gatherers. Nobody brings nothing to the table. We got to go out and kill anything we got to eat. So if you don't buy, we don't eat. And it's been, you know, we've been making. What I've done is I've made magic happen over the years. I've shown myself that I'm an alchemist, that I could create anything that I want out of thought versus when we was running around with pockets of money or whatever and we could just drop things and make things happen, you know, in one fell swoop. Now we do it, you know, in the midst of adversity. When niggas that come on the show and smile in your face but be the ones that will completely try to cut you up when you turn around. And I, the only reason I say that is because when the other dude turn around, they start cutting him up in front of us. And then when the next, when the next nigga leave the room, they start cutting him up. Everybody's cutting each other. Yeah. I guess, Everybody's so I cutting stop, each other. Yeah, niggas, hey, niggas, hold on. These niggas calling me. Niggas calling me. What's up? Why, why this nigga doing this? Don't call me with that shit. I don't want to hear that. I changed my number on these niggas. Fuck out of here. I don't want to hear about your argument with this grown-ass man. And you niggas with this corny shit. I ain't never been through nothing know how. You heard? Yeah. Niggas is lucky. Yeah, I don't even know what karma is. Baby. And I want to talk yeah, to them yeah. people that love Sabi. I want to talk to the brothers that and sisters that love Noble Jolly in Chicago and other places in the world that will lay it down and put the twiz in for what they work, they believe in. And not these weird motherfuckers that just follow everybody. I'm following this one. I'm, I'm in the community, son. I follow all of the teachers. This teacher deep. I like this one, this one. But this one talk about this one and all that. If your teacher backbite and you follow your teacher, you as a whole too, just like that. If you are in an organization, if you are, listen, you in an organization, that your teacher would make his mouth say something negative about anybody and not just give y'all the information or or show y'all the miraculous elixir, give you the shit to change your life, but they mixing that shit with negative shit. I'm like, I'm looking at this bitch-ass nigga DVD, this thing talking about, oh, uh, they, they, they teaching about Kabbalah, but they not teaching you about the, how to get a house. Shut the fuck up, weirdo. 
That ain't my job to teach you how to get no motherfucking house. That's your mom and them job, nigga. And your daddy and them job. That was their job to teach you how to get a household. You heard? No requirements. That's my, yeah, talk about no requirements. We got to learn about economics. Shut the fuck up. Like you rich or something. Bird ass niggas. Don't have them niggas on that show no more, son. Fuck them niggas. Anybody speak negatively about any teachers that we fuck with, they can't get on the show no more. We don't, they ain't paying. They not paying. You heard? You ain't losing a coin. But that shit is like, they, we confuse the people when we do this. The people who really love what you have to offer, they get confused when you give a platform to these fags. You understand? Indeed. For, fuck that. And they're not built like that. They're not going to do nothing to nobody. They're going to make a YouTube and talk about it and sit there and be editing and playing games. But I'm going to be doing some, I'm going to be culminating and motherfucking plotting these niggas' death. These niggas get out of hand. I, I can't wait till these niggas start dying. We need that to happen when the wave of these young niggas start dying. You heard? Fuck that. <laughs> Cause I'll be laughing, I'll be laughing, I'll be laughing, I'll be laughing. Ha ha! You dead bitch. Can't nobody get as ignorant as me. Welcome. I guess so. <laughs> Hello. Hello, you still there? Hello. Hold on, let me go see if the brother's line dropped. Yes, hello? Yeah, your lines are back open. Alright, awesome. Just made a prayer. I pray. I'm sorry. Fuck out of here. I'm sorry, nigga. Yeah. 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 Hello? Yeah. 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 Murdered the Oaktown, nigga. Oakland, L.A., Bedside, Brooklyn, nigga. Clinton Hill. Gates Avenue, rest in peace, Rad, rest in peace, Biggie, rest in peace to the big, big, big homies, Killer Pain, your rest in peace to 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 the legend, Dr. Richard King. Ain't nobody, all these melon, the only thing talking about melanin, ain't nobody, none of them stopped to try to, they, they ain't stopped dissing my teachers or dissing Noble Drolly to talk about how Richard King is the one that gave y'all niggas the word melanin to play um, to sell a snake oil. You heard? Because now all you got to do is chakra, melanin, hotel, in the right bird combination, and everything in between is deep. You heard? So, I think talking about when the lessons start. The lesson's been started, nigga. You heard? And what we talk about is only for those people who can receive it. You understand what I'm talking about? So, you know, to, ha ha. Yeah, I ain't sitting up. These niggas sitting up. Rest in peace, Vanilla Ice. Shut up. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. You can't be crushing, pushing on them keys, 
Nothing comes to a sleeper nigga but a dream. <laughs> you know, so I, in closing, I can't really hear y'all. My shit is like in and out, but if you can hear me in closing, I implore uh, the family to read and study any information pertaining to a working myth that gives your mind the ability to actually walk through experiences on the cosmic level. It'll give you dominion and power over physical things. If you would commit a thing to memory, I teach my students that you don't know nothing until you know your alphabet. And your alphabet is not just the sounds, but the modalities of the sounds. So a lot of confusion can be eradicated if we would only had a commitment. You can't trick Muslims because Muslims all know the Fatiha. They all know the, the, the prayer, the salat. You heard the high-end Muslims who run everything, they hafizes. So memory. So what does the African-American actually remember? The thing that saved my community and my, my, my peoples is that, nigga, we, we memorized Rakim. Yeah, we remember we memorized uh, um, uh, Rakim, Rakim Shabazz, and all those. You know, the poor righteous teachers. Those was the big homies that we had a tradition, a living tradition in the. You know, as a linguist, the griot. But what happens in the societies where they don't have no hip hop, where they don't have, uh, uh, they have to use their religion. So Islamically, all the geniuses in the world who come from Islamic countries, um, all the geniuses in the world, the first thing that they learned was Arabic. They learned that the Africans in particular, they learned Arabia. They made them learn Quran because there's a science in being able to recite, recitate, remember, and write. That's the, those are the three strands of a chord not quickly broken, especially for the Timbuktu preoccupation with genius or the Kushite one. You don't know nothing until you can memorize something. You heard? You can't tell me that you know anything unless you've got something committed to memory. You know what I mean? So what if you know something committed to memory that has a function? You could superimpose now your living experience into it. Walk and live in the alphabet. The first thing you is is an alphabet. The last thing you will be is a cross. You will be the mark. And everything in between, Aleph, Beth, Gimel, Dalaf, He, Val, Zane, Kef, Tef, Yarkov, all the way to the end, it describes a process of beginning to the process of end. The last thing in the alphabet is the cross. There you go with your Christianity. So it, mm. Jesus, uh, Jesus was the ox in the beginning of the story. Then he the sacrificed ox on the cross. You hear? And then, then you have all of these cultures that sacrifice animals. Animals be the living embodiment of, of human concepts. You hear? Look at the end sequence of Apocalypse, not Apocalypto, excuse me, Apocalypse Now. You hear? The whole end sequence with Marlon Brando was predicated on them sacrificing that black calf, a black bull. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the, the motifs are there. You know, and topically, if you get caught up in the topical expression of what it is that we're talking about, and you're not caught up in the applicable sciences that are being expressed and used to improve the quality of your individual psychology, then you, you're barking up the wrong tree. You're, you're not even, you know, it's, not, it's, it's neither here nor there. 
for real. And our next step, I'm telling you, man, is music. The, the 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 universal thing, the universal story, the people who are going to love us are the lovers of the Messiah. The Messiah, he he drapes himself in the sounds of the people, the music of the people. So we making a precedence that the people ain't gonna like you unless you make music. And all my teachers love music. David Blair loves music. Delbert yeah. Delbert loves dance music. He loves a salsa and merengue. I know this because this is like my elder, my personal. I done brought him to New York several times, and he speaks about what he likes. Bobby, one of Bobby's favorite songs is that shit with Lil' Kim Mob Deep. It's the real shit, shit that make the feel shit. That's Bobby's shit. Bobby be like, play, play that, play that, man. Put that, put my thing off, put my song off when we have Bobby. And people, and anybody know. Yeah, and if, if anybody knows Reverend Valentine, Reverend Valentine it is deeply um, entrenched in music. In fact, he used to be with, like, legendary celebrity, you know, um, um, musicians. You know what I'm saying? When when he started his tenure. And, uh, and his son is in music. You know what I mean? His son is in music. Valentine got albums, not albums, but I think he has an album. And one yeah. of his songs been sampled. And in hip hop, a few times. I'm trying to remember the name of the song that they sampled. But he's a legend in yeah. music. Doc York was yeah. in music. I'm saying uh, Sabi's in music. You know, Val- uh, Farrakhan is a is a is a musician as well. My grandfather, grandfather uh, Lloyd Thomas, who they call Boney, and the nation of, uh, brothers in the nation of Islam know him as Boney. He taught Farrakhan the ukulele. And things like that. That's that's facts only. Like Farrakhan will tell you if you're close to Farrakhan, ask him about Boney. That's my grandfather. You that's know. Right. So we have musicians in all uh, walks of life. No, uh, the brother Marcus Mosiah Garvey, MMG. Don't run with my shit. Anybody out there? We we already patent that. But the MM, the real MMG was writing rhymes. When you read the philosophies and opinions of Marcus Garvey, and it behooves me. And none of these RBGs was crafty enough to take the philosophies and opinions of Marcus Garvey and rhyme them on a beat because he wrote rhymes. Those are bars, family. Like he really wrote bars, man. Yeah. Yo, when you hear this, when you hear some of the product that me and Blue been putting together, now that we uh, we taking up a residency in the musical department, you know, because. We, you know, that, that wasn't our dedication. You know what I mean? We did what we did, and, but we do so much. But now we're taking up our residency in the world of uh, in, in the world of the music, the musician. You know what I mean? We're, we're going to put that hat back on. We got some stuff, like you said. You know what I mean? It's time to really, really speak to the youth with the imagery. The imagery more so than, not more so, but the imagery. Beyonce showed you that when she went ahead and took the concept that we've been promoting for years when I told the family that Jay-Z really blew when he dropped Streets is Watching, which was a video, uh, visual uh, uh, plateau that accompanied his, his, uh, his, his album, Streets is Watching. That solidified him for real. He was already on his way, but that's, what, that's the one that pushed him over the gate. You know what I mean? That's just to put him into superstardom and began the whole trend. Uh, Annie, when the Hard Knock Life 3 came after that, that's when he became a legend. So she went and dropped the album with 17 videos to go with the songs, making all of, you know, her whole, her whole, uh, her whole offering visual. So once 
one thing that I know about consciousness, and I saw it manifest when I was in Atlanta. So Messiah showed me the next, uh, the next upcoming videos that Tyrock has done, and they stepped it up. They improved it. So the quality of the video now, the way that it's edited and shot, it's almost akin to something that you would see on MTV Jams or VH1 Soul. You know what I mean? Like, really, they really, it's Shout really on Pick me up in the spaceship with the uh, Side Rock playing. What's the name of that album? The one that we were playing in the car. Oh, that's the, the Babylon. Yeah, the Babylon. You heard? Oh, yeah, that's right. Babylon. Wait till you see the album cover, son. Wait till you see. I never seen the other album cover in my existence. Real talk. Wait till you see the album cover that she got for this new album. It, it is completely. It's two album covers, as a matter of fact, that's going to blow you away. But wait till you see the mastery that they put into this. So, when, she is so bad. Look at this And picture. I'm speaking to my brother once again to the, to the artistic uh, creative collective. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, my version of Donda is on its way very soon. You know what I mean? Shout out to Kanye and what they're doing over there. But our version of Donda, where we're going to have a consortium of creators, content creators, I'm talking about videographers that could give Scorsese and, and Michael Mann a run for their money. Aerial shots, mm. the helicopter, the, the new drone, they got drone cameras that you could do aerial shots. And it can make, I mean, it's crazy. But we're going to have these creative circles. You know what I mean? We could do it online because the technology is available now where we could build communities online or we can have it in real time. I have a studio. I have access to a film studio in Atlanta. I'm going to have access to a film studio in New York, and we have access to film studios in L.A. We are completely taking this into the film realm. Shout out to everybody that, you know, got their Canon, and the Canon is working, but the community ain't even seen that 7D, 5D action yet. They didn't see it. I have not seen consciousness in the, in, the, in the realms of the high, the higher realms of the Canon and the red camera. Wait till they get a load of that. They didn't see any colors in the 7D, 5D. They didn't shoot that in 7 because it's, it's, it's very crispy, but it's not film. It ain't rough, though. They bodied that. Oh, yeah. Shout out to part three with Nas in the jump. I'm keeping 1,000. I'm hollering at my dude tomorrow. He could only say yes or no. But I'm going to be like, look, man, the pills need to be on Hidden Colors 3, man. You know, just because. You know, just because right. he um he's a legend. I mean, he about his business. He support we vicariously. You know, one way or another, we on there through. You know, the homies we on there through Umar. The last one we on there through Reverend Valentine. He flew Reverend Valentine out here already to do the um the shots for Los Angeles. You heard? Yeah. And yeah. Rev was here for like a week in it, and then he bounced. But um yeah, homie is um I like what he did. And he gave a face to the uh, – he, he's another one who breathes life, breath, breathes the life into the community, you heard, through, the, um, through, that, through that, that venue, you know what I'm saying, and the fact that he's reached yeah. a lot of people. And I've seen, I seen, I seen the, the, the homie, the, how the boondocks homie, um, um, you know, I can see the content of polite. I can see how polite influence in his relationship with homie. You know, we 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 can we do have the ability to control media, yeah. But you're right. Mm-hmm. It has to be the quality. 
the quality, the custody, and concern of the actual aesthetic is what really can make or break anybody. And we know that from just watching the music machine work as children that, you know, the former deals, they give you everything. They used to give you the video, the chain, everything. Now, you know, you got to make your own way. But the ill shit is that they got all of their tools and the supplies for you to do it. You know what I'm saying? So we right there. when I come out, when I come out with this book, here comes the boom, the, and I show, and I, and I'm, 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 a, I'm a, I ain't gonna talk about it. When you open up that book and you see the wealth of all of these sites, all of the stuff that's available that you could immediately, because we all go web surfing, we all on our silver surfer, but nobody goes to the same sites. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the treasure chest of the treasure trove of information that you may uncover on your Corsairs missions because that's what you're doing when you silver surfing. You going into the you going into Zion, you're digging for gold, you're digging for treasures. And the treasures that I find versus the treasures that you may find or Blue may find, they they're very they differ in, in quality and whatever they bring to the table. But when we bring our collective research and our treasure digging to the table and combine it and put it together, family they plan, yo, whoever's telling you to stay off the Internet and whoever gave you technophobia, you know what I mean, they are stifling your, they stifled you to the fact that the, the reality switched from analog to digital a long time ago. We, we did the dimension jump. We went from the third to the fifth. You, you got to understand what you was going on. You got to understand what the cyber world is. You really have to grasp what this light code ever is. Like, you really should take advantage it's so much. It's that's that's just spiritual realm right there. That's the realm where man become God. I keep telling people, this shit is Superman Clark Kent for real. It is Superman Clark Kent. You will live in two, in two realities, messing with that internet. You live in this real world where you're Clark Kent and everything is just what it is, and then you can tap into something so powerful online in cyberspace and take it so far and do so much stuff. You know what I mean? Not to say that it wasn't being done before the Internet. Shooting film and making music and all that, yes, that was being done in the real world, but this is the complete restructuring, you know, and, 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 and uh, re It's the Kabbalah, man. God damn it. It's the Kabbalah, B. It's what AA brought to the table, man. And it's so ironic that you brought that shit. I was having a talk with uh, one of my ex-girlfriends before, and she was like, yo, we were together before the Internet. We're fucking with that. She was like, we were together in 03. She was like, yo, when we was rocking, it wasn't no internet. That shit just started coming. It, started, it created and came about. And that was right around the time when you started dropping a lot of that information and showing people that is the tree of life, that that cyber space down to Malkuth. This shit is Malkuth. This world right here that everybody's trying to put around, like this is the kingdom. And and the white boys in, 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 in Silicon Valley and Silicon Alley, them young Jewish children, those young Jewish prodigies, please believe they are utilizing those concepts, those ancient concepts, to to structure and build this uh, uh, this matrix. This matrix, and you participate in.
Yo. Hello? Peace. Yeah. Yeah, my line had dropped. My bad. Uh, damn, if the callers didn't get a chance to call in, 347-637-2135. If you real quick dial it, 347-637-2135. 347-637-3125. We're not taking callers tonight because I don't have access like that to the switchboards. Pardon me. Um, if you have any questions, the brother gave out his information. Hit him on the email. If you have any comments, questions, or concern, if you want to shop with AA, if you want to shop with us, we got a lot of new products. We're sending out newsletters and, um, you know, brochures and whatnot, cat- mini catalogs in a PDF form, KTL Empowerment at Gmail, see what we got. You know what I mean? Support the movement, support what we're doing. Everybody that has supported, I want to say salute. I want to say uh, peace and love and prosperity to everybody. Look forward to all of the um, upcoming events. Look out for that black print that we're doing with A.A.R.C.D. and Black Dot, a uh, Red Pill, Blue Pill, Legends. Like, that's that's going to be, you know, that's going to be the continuation. The recoding, not the decoding, but the recoding of the Blueprint 322 that we did in 2011, I believe, correct? Yeah. But this one we honoring, honoring, but this one we honoring Dot, because Dot really don't get as much um, honor and praise as he really deserves. He is the forefather of the youth art contingent of this, and we also, uh, we make it a monetary situation where we can actually um, give back to all of our teachers, in particular Bobby, yeah? So this this is... Endeavor where we trying to uh, we're going to take it to another level. We're really making a film, which is uh, the documentary footage of stuff that they've never seen before. Of you and your brother displaying your genius, as well as um, unseen footage that people never seen of Oba, because Oba is about this this life too, and we deal with him as well. And that's our brother. And I got some fire footage yeah. of, of Oba going in. So it's a film, and we're also presenting a book. And we also got our brother, Adika Butler, who's going to be presenting uh, essays in our book. Shout out to him. Shout out to, um, you know, uh, Turtle Gang, our, our homie Turtle Gang as well or whatever. You know, we uh, we yeah. got a conglomerate of significant people. I, I know he got something he can contribute to as well, especially as far as the uh, film is concerned. And me and him have to continue our conversations because we have an awesome idea about a movie that really needs to get done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So. I, I remember that concept. That needs to be completed. We need to create a campaign for it. The Brother Turtle Gang is um, a contributor into the content creation of both the music and the film. Some of our most memorable um, songs that me and Blue did, uh, some of the most memorable, uh, the brother played, played a very instrumental hand in um, putting the mixtapes together. So every time you see him, you know, he don't switch up. That's the homie. He yeah, he keep it 1,000. Every single time, shout out to Clico, you know what I mean? Shout out to KB, Royal Immortal. Shout out to Soul Messiah for all of the work that he put in 
and all of the and all of the uh, the alley oops that he threw us when we was in Atlanta. You know what I mean? That that brother is you know that brother's one thousand too. He keeps it one thousand the same way that the, the same way that you met him is the same way that you always gonna meet him. You know what I'm saying? So salute to that brother. He's making when I say he's making major moves. Please believe from the from my standards, he's making major moves. So um, you know everybody is. Like you said, the the conglomerate, you know what I mean, the uh the consortium, the collective, you know, it, it it's going to form it's gonna it's gonna evolve into something of a fraternal order, something of a large, but a, a large of, you know, something akin to the uh the distinguished what do they call that? The distinguished gentleman. Yeah. You know, and we are going to uh, like like we've always been planning from the visit floor, like I said, in in uh, correctional facilities all over our state, New York, all in the mountain Adirondacks, when we sat down and we had conversations and we built and we broke bread. You know what I mean? Going to the machine and all of that, literally like breaking bread. You know, uh, uh, you know, cleaning up the, the vending machines for the guard and whatnot, feeding everybody. And on the table and whatnot, you know, showing love. But speaking of the art and the sciences, you know what I mean? Where AA was 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 putting together a clothing line, and he was so ahead of his time. He was giving me the the designs and the blueprints to it, and I completely. He was putting out esoteric shit that's coming out ten years later. Intricate pentagrams. Uh, oral borrow designs, everything that you see and pop up from affliction all the way down to what you see right now with crooks and castles, uh, um, all the black, black, uh, what is that, black scale, everything that ASAP Rocky and them is putting out, all of that, that's, all of that came out of the Kabbalah God on a visit floor, 03, 04, 02, when the clothing around name was Ether, but it was spelled Ether, E E. E A T H E R. He was a legend for that. Okay. Before before the song, I, I I always you know I, I'm not I'm not one that likes to lament and you know focus on what I didn't do because the time machine is coming out one of these years coming up so we're gonna go back and correct some things but you know I always I wonder a lot what would happen what would this thing be like if we really ran. Sir, the time travel is coming. The time travel is already here. Yeah, it's already came. And Kings County got us as a result of those concepts, the seed planting that took place, you know, uh, that's how the startup that is known as Kings County was created. And that startup was created with the funding of Black Dot and Sonetta on 125th Street. They were they were they were my first investors. They they, they seeded my first round of, you know, Investment. It was a small seed. The round, the first round, you know, I got sixty dollars from one of them. Uh, I think a hundred something dollars from Sonetta. But do you know what that small seeding did? It created a clothing line that completely revolutionized conscious clothing at that time and so forth. For for everything that came out of that. Now I go into. I can't go into any sneaker store, a hip hop store, and it's completely flooded with King Tut shirts and whatnot. Everywhere that I go, I was in Atlanta, I went up in the mall, it's King Tut, everything, King Tut, all go, everything is everywhere, 
all comedic symbology. Yeah, we planted the seed, and, and, and that's what it grew into, family. That's what it, that's, you see it everywhere now because that, that seed was planted as a result of um, a think tank. And that's what I'm going back to saying that we have to create students of AARC, the students of KTO University, you know what I mean, the millions of you that are even out there, because we have 3 million downloads, so there's millions of students out there. We have to create what is known as a think tank, but an incubator in technological terms. And by creating an incubator, then we can create R&D departments, which is research and development. And by doing such, we can create products. And then we crowdfund these products through either crowdfunding sites, equity sites, lending and loaning, peer-to-peer um, uh, crowdfunding. The, the possibilities are endless. And then you could even create stocks and bonds and certificates out of your product and everything that people know as these financial roles that are holding us back, that are creating, that are destroying families, that are creating situations. Shout out to some, shout out to the brothers in consciousness who threw a prick and the glass house came falling down on them. We got brothers behind the wall recently got put behind the wall because they went and um, walked on that tightrope because shit got tight in the streets. Because it's the whole the, the way that we were structuring our our system of economics was infiltrated somewhat thwarted in the New York area. Now the brothers are out here; they can't even eat. They can't even eat. So some of our brothers got jammed up and got thrown in the fucking bean un- over that recently. So shout out to those brothers. And 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 you know nobody's there for their families. Nobody's helping out from what I'm hearing, and that's a tragedy. Because he's some stand-up dudes. So, you know, uh, this is where network marketing is coming in. As we as we build our, our consortium, as we build our group of our think tank, as we build our, our um, you know, our fraternal order, then we implement what is known as network marketing. Network marketing, simply broken down, is uh, a modern-day version of a susu, pyramid marketing, whatever you want to call it, uh, 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 MLM, multi-level marketing, that shit is susu. That is from Timbuktu, family. We playing games and we call ourselves a community and we don't have an economic, a cooperative uh, economic susu system where we could completely enrich ourselves just by knowing each other. You don't got to do nothing else but know each other. It's nothing else. You don't have to change your social security number. You don't got to go down to the, you don't have to be the, the kamikaze motherfucking uh, crash test dummy and Brad and Dunstry trying to, you know what I mean, walking in there with a, with a with an explosive in your pocket, thinking you pushing paper. You don't got to do a lot of the weird stuff that people, that snake oil, that the charlatans was pushing on people for the years. This is some simple, dude, if I know you and you know me, we stand a chance to make $100 with each other just by, you know, interacting over a few minutes, trading products, bartering products, trading products, trading ideas. I mean, they're network marketing for everything. It's multi-level marketing. It's affiliate marketing for damn near everything. So if we are, so so the ones who are coming in and creating discord and destroying the network, those are your agents. It, there's no other way around it. We We can't be nice about this. We can't be politically correct. That's what KTL, as being a media organization and being, you know, as st- taking a stance of trying to be non-biased, but it gets to the point where you can't, like, to the detriment of the community, we can't not say that if they're coming in here trying to divide because this is a network, you need your, your network is your network. It's not a word that rhymes. It's not some pretty saying. It's real talk. 
It's really that's a that's that's a cosmic law. Your network is your network. That's why I said in the rhyme, these niggas is historians. We living in the future. Them niggas is historians. They're trying to take you back into 10,000 years, but they'll never talk about the present day, and they'll never talk about the future, and they won't, they won't relate to why the concepts of the ancient principles of 2,000 or 10,000 years ago, what it applies to today and how it works. I don't hear them talk about it like that. You know what I'm saying? So network marketing if anybody is coming in to try to fracture the factor, like you said, they're breaking shards of glass into smaller shards of glass when you were supposed to cohesively fix the shards of glass and, and recreate what is like a broken vase or recreate whatever was shattered and, and, and bring the pieces together like Voltron formed the lion. That's where the shrimp is at. All of my lions of Judah, the shrimp is bringing the lions together to form Voltron. Anything other than that, that's the worms talking. That's separatism. That's divisiveness. That's somebody destroying your network. That's you losing. You can't win. That's you losing. That's the East Indian and the Continental African laughing at your ass. That's the European and the and the and the, uh, the Russians and all of them that are coming together. The Asians from Japan and China who are dominating technology because they have created a network and they are slowly closing the doors on niggas. The most undesirable group of people on the planet, especially when it comes to innovation and doing things that involve billions of dollars. They are, there's going to be a, it's a no-nigger policy already in technology. That's why I'm banging so hard that we create our own movement and we go up in this thing and do what it's supposed to do. Other than that, like AA said, yeah, you'll have dudes that graduated from MIT, but, you, you know, they're going to put you by the water cooler. You're the water boy. You don't, you're not wielding your sport. You're not dominating in there. You're not really doing the damn thing. You 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 might be the token in the agency. And if I'm, this is nothing personal against anybody that's in the tech sector, but you know what I'm talking about. They play with us, but we the most we are the we the highest consumers of electronics and technology at this point. Everybody got a smartphone, but niggas don't know how to make apps, and they still cooking crack and they raps. But the 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 real the real rap the real rap game is the app game right now. That's the, that's the new crack game. It's app tap tap. Nigga tap. You can tap the app and get a stack, and it's hmm. easy. Huh? I want to give a shout out to my son, who is the embodiment of what is what it is that we were talking about tonight. The young god had a progress report. He got all four being the highest number. Everything was a four. He just showed it to us today. Everything was a four. No threes. He came with a few threes the last time. Me and his mother said, you know what I mean. You're gonna have to straighten that up, Amir. We want to see all fours. Four, four, four for blue pill. He came back with all four. <laughs> he, right. he has been um, from a tadpole. You know what I mean? Shout out to his mother, Keisha. I love her. She is a legend. You know what I mean? For what she has done to show you that the black woman is indeed God. You, you, you could talk that talk when you show me what the seeds are doing. When you could demonstrate like that, then yeah, you are God. You know what I'm saying? See, he was he was from a tadpole. We introduced him to the concepts of consciousness, unadulterated. He was sitting in Bobby Bobby and Phil lectures. He's been to every single lecture in New York, damn near. The ones that I've been to because my son is by my side. You know what I mean? He is my future as well as my better. 
You know what I'm saying? But my six-year-old who needs the guards in his life, who always had the guards surrounding him, you know what I mean? He is showing me with exposing your children to, to, to the concentrated versions of consciousness. He's been into all of the debates, too. So he's seen everything, all angles of consciousness. You know what I mean? Because he can't knock the debates. Because I was thinking about it today. Where do we get what 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 platform is a black man is a black man from America in the in the wilderness of North America who nothing or all we do is absorb all kind of things, all kind of hatred, all kind of lower vibrations. Every where do we get what platform do we have where we could get rid of that? What platform do we have where we could be men and warriors? What platform as I'm looking at sports with, with the football and things of that nature, and, and, you know, finally, you know, shout out to all of the sisters who can sit down and appreciate sports, who can appreciate watching a man do manly things, who can appreciate watching a man do something warrior-like and masculine and appreciate that, other than watching a man wearing high heels, telling her how to dress or telling her how to apply herself or telling her how to be a lady. You know what I mean? Watching a demasculated, broken-down man and thinking that that's cute. Shout-out to the women who don't fuck with things like that, who don't support things like that, who support what she, what she sees a king and a man who is acting like how he's supposed to act. To the highest degree, a man in his higher self versus a man in his lower self because we could talk about the two polarities, and I'll show you how each one equates. Because those sisters will raise their child, their young gods, to be young gods in their higher selves. So that's what I was saying, that when you expose the babies to this consciousness, but, I, you know, like A.A. was saying, you know, sometimes some of these new dudes, you can't expose them to that. You can't, don't expose them to no charlatans because you will create a confused young god or goddess. Introduce them to the legends. Let them know the shoulders that they are standing on. Introduce them to C. Freeman L., Taj Tariq Bey, Bill Valentine, Delvin Blair, Dr. Sabi, Dr. Africa, okay, Bobby Hemet, Azazel, you know what I'm saying? These legends, Azra Kwesi. The list goes on and on and on, okay? Francis Crush Wilson, Sophia Stewart, um... You know, Rod Mariah Bay, Sister Anna E. Forget about all of that other stuff. That's who the babies should be, because if you don't have the pleasure of being, I mean, if you wasn't in New York for the LIU era, if you wasn't in New York for the, um, the, the Dempsey Theater era, if you wasn't in New York for that early era of, you know, remember the National Black Theater on Mondays when it was 200 plus, everybody was there. All of the weirdos who started acting like they grew a fucking ego all of a sudden because it, it took the information that was being presented and, started, and created these fringe organizations doing what? Disassociating and creating confusion by creating fractals and into something that was already whole. Creating fractals and then fractals upon fractals upon fractals upon fractals. If that's not the agent, who is or what is? You have to you have to be honest about it. You gotta, I mean, what the fuck? Who's the infiltrator? Who's the provocateur? You have to be able to identify the provocateur with no fear and no judgment. You just put it out all, all on the table. Anybody who demonstrates that is a potential provocateur and an agent 
and this is high level. This is 5.0 Cointel Pro. This is Hubble Telescope Cointel Pro. This is Digital Silicon Alley Valley Cointel Pro. Coachella hologram shit. You think you see something ain't even really there, okay? So you have to prepare yourself to to, to completely separate yourself aggressively, not passive-aggressive where you, I'm just going to unfollow him on Facebook or I'm just going to, you know, untwitter him. No, aggressively disassociate yourself from anything that's threatening the whole, the network coming together to actualize everything because everything that I'm studying, the foundation of everything working, the basis of everything working is the network coming together. Study anything that's winning right now. The white boys is buying niggas. Let's talk about the West of Wall Street. Mm. Let's get into that if you want to talk about networks and to show you how they keep trying to give you the clues. Slavery movies destroy the network. All that help and butler shit, it destroys the network. It creates division. It creates fear. It creates mistrust. It creates self-hatred. All right? It is a threat, a natural-born threat to anything that we are trying to do. Movies like Wolf of Wall Street, on the other hand, showing you some stuff once you get past the puritanical aspect, Fight Club, Matrix, True Romance, Reservoir Dogs. I'm just using I'm just throwing cards. I'm just there, but there's so many more. But let's talk about the Wolf of Wall Street. I know that you wanted to decode that or recode it. Hey, hey. Oh, man. Hey, hey. If you hear me, call me on the three-way if your line drops, because I can't, I can't just let you back in. It's after the 12 hour. Blue, you still with us? All right, well, I guess that's it with that. You know what I mean? We're going to call it a night. You know, our guests are now in the building. Um, you know, we're going to end on that note, all right? And we will continue this conversation next Tuesday, 9 p.m. on Know the Ledge Radio. Uh, like the brother was saying, he's in Oakland. Hit him up on his email. Hit us up on KTL Empowerment at Gmail. Um, we're about to do some webinars. Shout out to all of the family on KTL Empowerment and jointhepills.com. With Brother Shamel is working on something revolutionary. Um, I'm working on something revolutionary. The book that I put together is uh, directly for the students. I'm going to give everybody a discount, you know what I mean, so you could have that study guide. That is one of many that is coming. Uh, for those that are interested in joining uh, the Google Hangout group as well as the webinar, hit us up on KTL Empowerment at Gmail and leave your information, either your phone number or your email. That's how we're going to be contacting people in the future, and we'll put you on. We'll talk about it on the show as well, but you'll get uh, most of the information, even if you're not on the show and catching it in the archives. And um, on that note, love and light, you know what I'm saying, everybody be safe out there, Uh, you know, peace and prosperity, you know what I'm saying, stay sucker free. You know what I mean? Take a, t- you know, just take a broad analysis about what was talked about. You know what I mean? If some of the stuff was a little too stringent for you, or if some of the stuff was a little too raw for you, I would say at the end of the day, you know, that's how it was delivered, and I'm sure it wasn't done with any kind of malefic intent. You know what I mean? Or in any negative way, it's just real talk. 
You know what I'm saying? People talk. People come from a, a certain walk of life where they don't hold back on what's, you know, on what it is that's going on. You know what I'm saying? And the passion that they have and the love that they have for people who may be getting um, violated, compromised, you know what I'm saying, molested, you know, people fight for that. That's called passion. So I just want to end it on that and say peace and holler. <laughs>